0: Hi everybody, so before we start ROTM Radio, this episode, just a few notes. As most of you may know if you paid attention to the Facebook page, Twitter, and all that good stuff this week, uh, Dustin was not able to join us this week, uh, and we miss him on the show, and we hope he's able to uh, get a little bit more time in his schedule and join us next week. That will be awesome. Uh, A couple other notes, though. We just wanted everyone to go out and tell one of our beloved hosts, Just Zach, make sure to drop him a... Happy birthday uh, somewhere in the comments or reach out uh, via the Facebook page or Twitter and say happy birthday to Just Zach. And last but not least, Uh, We had a guest on the show this week by the name of Adam Shea. He actually confessed to me that uh, the day after we did the show and the recording that was already done that he realized that he forgot to give a very special shout-out. And he was having some issues with his computer trying to get me the recording. Uh, So I just wanted to stop in and say uh, to the mother of Adam Shea, hi, we appreciate that you're listening today. I hope you enjoyed the banter between... Uh, us hosts and your son, and uh, we're going to have him on again next month. We're going to very much make sure that he doesn't forget to give you a little bit of love on the air, Uh, but from those of us on ROTM Radio, we appreciate that you're listening. Uh, Thank you so much, and uh, enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's me, Ryan Moffitt from ROTM Radio. Just wanted to take a moment to let you know that you can download ROTM Radio via the Podbean app, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many, many more. If you cannot find ROTM Radio via your favorite listening podcast app, just go ahead and pull the RSS feed off of rotmradio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new ROTM Radio, the official podcast of rotmradio.com. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Moffat, and uh, with me today, uh, actually, we have a little bit of a change of schedule for this week, folks. Uh, our co-host Dustin was not able to make it, uh, but he did leave a little bit of love for you, the listeners, and I'm going to play for you right now.
1: Hey, yo, what is up, ROTM Radio fam? Uh, Dustin here, and uh, so sorry I'm not able to be on the show this week. Um, Had some things kind of come up, and so I wasn't able to join the guys as they record. But I'm super stoked to listen um, to them break down Firefly this week. Uh, Ryan and Zach, I'm really excited for you to tell me how Nathan Fillion eventually becomes Buck and Halo, and then ultimately transitions into Cade and Destiny because we know that in lore world it is all the same so I'm really excited um, to just hear the breakdown of the show and I hopefully will be joining you guys again next week super excited so have a great show and I
0: miss y'all alright Dustin thank you very much for that yeah we are looking forward to uh, you returning uh, next week with us uh, but also with me today Uh, Is just Zach hey yo! Zach, you're stealing Dustin's A-O (laughs) Nice Uh, And also with us today Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time At the new ROTM radio, we have a guest host With us uh, A man who, let's just be honest Is one of the greatest friends I've found On the internet Is Shaytheon.
1: That's one heck of an introduction,
0: Ryan Uh, Glad to be here with you guys Welcome. Yeah, we're glad to have you. I, I totally, uh, my brain my brain was like, does he want to be called Shaytheon? Does he want to be called Shay? Does he want to be called Shay's Lounge? I don't know, but I had to go with the good old Shaytheon because that's what my fondness of you just remembers all the time is, it's Shaytheon.
1: <laughs> my original Xbox gamer tag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a man, a man of many names.
0: <laughs> many names and many voices also, um,
1: you know. Sure. sure.
0: So we're we're very very excited to have you on uh, here for Firefly, and I'm sure you're pretty excited to talk Firefly, or at least that's the way you sounded when you uh, responded to my message. So uh, thank you very, very much exciting. on short notice, uh, you know, coming on with us. Absolutely, excellent. So uh, this week uh, is episode three. We're going to be talking about Firefly. The show of 2002, um, which uh, has a whole cast of characters that we will get into. This will be part one. So next month we will be talking about Firefly also, but we will be talking about the latter half of season one, the only season of Firefly. Uh, So this week is going to just be uh, the first seven episodes is what we're going to be talking about. Uh, But until we get into that, uh, gentlemen, how was your guys' week?
1: You want me to go first? Uh, my week was great, um, given the circumstances. Um, been very busy on lots of different fronts, with uh, protests and general politics and things like that. Been staying very busy.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I- I've been pretty busy. I'm going to cut you off right there, Ryan. Okay. Um, I've nice. been busy with like, you know, having to. Get up, go, uh, you know, put on some clothes, start my day, make some coffee, sit down for two to three hours at a time. So it's been full of all kinds of surprises here. But but that's all.
0: <laughs> that sounds pretty surprising. <laughs> uh, well, my week has been, uh, has, I mean, I just worked a ton, which was like, you know, I guess it's good that because I'm working, but it's also like ah, I worked too much this week, or it felt like that. Um, but today's been pretty interesting and pretty fun. Today has been a a a daddy day, I guess I'd like to say with my with my daughter. Uh, it's been one of those days where she has, wants nothing to do with anybody else but daddy. And I actually had to bribe her in order to let her, you know, have her let me come in and uh, record the episode. I had to re- bribe her with a uh, treat afterwards. So I still don't know what that treat's going to be. But, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I'll run to the gas station and get some ice cream or something. It's going to be more hugs
2: from Daddy. You win. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Actually, you know what's really funny was, uh, so I, I was literally, uh, I was trying to do some studying and stuff before. Recording the episode and, and she kept coming into my office and uh, what we started doing was she was picking up just random garbage that I have sitting on my desk and I kept being like, you know, do you want to, do you want to go throw that away? And she's like, yeah. And then she'd run out and go throw away, you know, little scrap piece of paper or whatever. Well, so then basically towards like 15 minutes later, I had to start like finding garbage in my office. That stuff like, oh, this could be thrown away <laughs> because she's like, she'll run in and go, you know, more? Is there more? Because <laughs> she's so excited to help and just, you know, clean up and stuff. So, uh, it was pretty great. Yeah.
2: It's her it's and Karen and forming a little coalition to clean your office.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, which I'm like, okay, I mean, that's fine. Uh, you know, and then she goes and grabs like, a, like I have a, you know, like a like a chewing gum container or whatever, or like a box of gum. And, like, one it was empty, so I gave it to her to throw away. So then she goes to grab the other one. I'm like, no, 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 that's still full. <laughs> like, don't take that one. Uh, it was pretty great.
1: Sounds like I need some kits. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. yeah t- take your time. Yeah. Nobody no, nobody
1: called me daddy today, and I'm pretty sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, told- don't,
2: don't worry, daddy. We'll get through this one.
1: <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh,
0: man, I, I saw that coming from a mile away, and I'm just like, oh, no, here it goes. <laughs> I had to hold my tongue for the right moment. <laughs> uh, Kajunga, I mean, uh, just Zach will legitimately call anybody daddy. You just got to watch out. <laughs> hey, I uh, appreciate
3: it. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good. Um. Okay, well, so uh, let's go ahead and get into this episode. Uh, uh, Shay, you had, you know, you've got some knowledge uh, on more than just the show itself, as far as you've got some knowledge beyond just watching the show. Uh, so why don't you give the uh, the listeners a little bit of a taste of uh, what it was, you know, what the show was about and what the show ultimately,
1: you know, why it only was one season and things like that. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're looking at one of the, the greatest tragedies in, in, in television history where it was, classic case of, of um, the, the network that they were on wasn't getting the numbers they wanted and they, they canceled the show. So yeah, 2002 was, was the year that it uh, first aired and they only it aired on Fox and they only aired 11 out of the 14 original episodes for the season in which the last three episodes aired on BBC, I believe. And after those episodes aired, there was a cancellation. And um, even I'm reading here, even f- with 4.7 million viewers per episode, it was it was still canceled. So we have uh... that's really kind of it, crazy
0: and... if you look at like some of the numbers of shows that aren't canceled even today
1: um, that are able to you know able to play. Yeah, and 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 Joss Whedon, if I'm saying that name correctly, had planned for seven seasons, I believe. Like, I'm not sure if they were written yet, but um, that that must have been devastating. Um, so we have a very unfortunate cancellation of, still to this day, one of the best shows on TV.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Not even, didn't even make it to the second season, which well, it, led,
1: you know, yeah, uh, after the. After the great reception within the fan base, it led them to make the 2005 movie Serenity, which was the follow-up slash conclusion to the story arcs they weren't able to flesh out, which seems, in my opinion, again, a tragedy, because there could have been so much more. Could have been Star Trek. Could have been... Could have been Stargate SG one, could have been Stargate, could have been anything. So that's
0: Well, it's definitely uh it's definitely kinda of crazy because this this show definitely has what people like to call a cult following. Um and I mean there's there's constant uh pushes out there like bring Firefly back, re you know, write new seasons, things like that. Um, all mm-hmm. the time, which I agree because this is one of those shows that when I watched it, now of course I watched it. Uh, when it was on Netflix, and uh, which uh, is no longer on Netflix right now, it's on Hulu. Not a sponsor, either one of those. Um, but it's I originally funny. watched it there, and I was like, "Why is this not like? Why is there not more to this?" Because it was definitely a show of. There's so many questions I asked that never get answered, and it's it's so like. Why not? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's pretty awful when it comes to when it comes to the actual letdown because it is so good, in my opinion.
3: Right. Correct.
0: Um, well, so I think what we'll do uh, from here is basically uh, normally we do a, a spoiler free uh, section when it comes to the books and the movies, things like that. It's really hard to do a spoiler free summary of a full TV show because each episode has its own story arc and everything. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the prologue that you would actually see in the, in the actual show uh, to kind of give you an idea of what the show's basically about. And we can, you'll basically have to consider that your spoiler free, you know, section uh, if you will. So I'm actually going to read this, uh, this prologue. It's, it comes from, the character of Shepherd book. It says, after the Earth was used up, we found a new solar system, and, a hundred, and hundreds of new Earths were terraformed and colonized. The central planets formed the alliance and decided they were all that all planets had to join under their rule. There was some disagreement on that point. After the war, many of the independents who had fought and lost drifted to the edges of the solar system, far from alliance control. Out here, people struggled to get by with the most basic technologies. A ship would bring you work. A gun would help you keep it. A captain's goal was simple. Find a crew, find a job, and keep flying.
1: And there we have uh, getting into the kind of the backstory of that. Um, kind of setting up where the Alliance came from, which was... On Earth, the original Earth, the uh, there were there were you know two superpowers left: the United States and China. Hence, lots of uh, Chinese dialect being used in the uh, in the show itself. Um, formed together to become the alliance, and ended up you, you know like you like they say in the intro, trying to terraform all these other planets to kind of. Uh, I guess, continue the human race, if you will. Because <laughs> it seems like it was probably in a pretty bad spot, similar to maybe what we're heading towards. Yeah, because they,
0: they, <laughs> they specifically say after the year, Earth was used up, and um, there's a prologue between not only Shepherd Book, but later on, uh Captain Mal he actually does his own version of that uh which we will hear at some point um later on uh more than likely we'll hear that in part two um but there's really no there's really no explanation as far as like used up, but I think it's i think it's more or less used up as in like we ended up using all of the um you know non replenishable things like water and and you know, maybe you planted so much, you know, like uh pollution and whatnot. Uh so there's really no it just says it was used up. And uh we don't know how they found this new solar system or how the actual terraforming uh worked as far as the new the new uh Earth's quote unquote. Um but it's interesting apparently, because Oh go ahead
1: apparently apparently we've learned nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah and that's where that's where I said like these are kind of questions that I have that I'm sitting here going like why is what do you mean by this or that and like even like right. the actual war between the alliance and the independence I'd like to have that flushed out even more, but it's it's you know I don't know if that was ever the plan, but you know
1: we never <laughs> never really get into that um yeah it it yeah it does seem to piggyback a little bit off the the star wars um premise you know where it's you've got this galaxy spanning like the rebels in the empire kind of thing yeah you, you've got this galaxy spanning entity that basically rules and governs everyone and you, it, you can't really do that you know everything so it's it's like the idea of like a one world government on earth it's incredibly complex and probably wouldn't work super great but hopefully which you take that
0: already incredibly complex idea and you try to push it onto multiple planets where it takes, you know, however much time to even travel between them, you know, and try to (laughs) try to create a centralized government among planets. You know, it's even more of a, like, you know, what do us here on Tatooine have to do with them on Coruscant, you know? And, and I I say that, and those are star Wars planets, obviously, but kind of the similar, um, I can't think of off the top of my head, you know, some of the planet names in, you know, cause they have planet names like Persephone and stuff like that in Firefly, which is, it's got its own poetic value to it, which is pretty cool. Um,
1: right. This large overarching um, entity that rules everybody doesn't really have time to pay attention to things that aren't necessarily benefiting them. And so as we see in the show, things tend to go, South on those planets, <laughs> to say the least. But. So we actually see
0: uh, in the first episode, which is entitled "Serenity," uh, we actually uh, we actually basically start out to where um, you've got a you've got a derelict ship that has been you know wrecked or something is happening, uh, and you see for the first time. The Firefly class ship, which is called, the name of it is Serenity, um, with Captain, I'm drawing a blank. What is his name? (laughs) Crap.
1: Are we talking about Malcolm? Malcolm
0: Reynolds. Malcolm Reynolds. Yeah, I was like, why am I forgetting that? Uh, Captain Tight Pants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Captain (laughs) Tight Pants. Um, We see (laughs) Captain Malcolm Reynolds and his crew, they're they're breaking into this uh, derelict ship that's out in space floating around. I say breaking into, but they're more doing a salvage operation, uh, if you really want to kind of call it that. Uh, Because it seems less Robbie than... You know, like it's just here. Might as well take it. Um, And um, we don't want to.
1: We don't want to hate our characters right off the bat. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like I mean, (laughs) at one point, at one point, somebody's like, "Hey, what are we doing?" And then one of the characters is like, "Crime," (laughs) you know, just like nonchalantly. Uh, But it's 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 more complicated than that. They're 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 criminals yet so much more than that. Like, uh, but I think it's almost criminals. In the sense of a necessity to be that, because they'll also do, it, they'll also take the above board jobs as well, or they might be criminals in a sense of they're not doing anything that's harming anybody, but the alliance happens to have a law against this specific thing, so it's like, you know, technically they broke a law, but it's a law that seems dumb, you know. I, I don't know. So let's not let's not start off by, you know, demonizing. <laughs> Let's that, not
1: argue semantics.
0: I mean, I mean, <laughs> they've got a they've got some legitimacy to them. They have a bona fide companion on board, so you know that that's true. It's not like they're just a fly by night corporation, <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, But we see them, we see them doing the uh, doing the salvage operation, and so right off the bat, uh, you kind of you kind of get this um, this idea of. Uh, because the, uh, the there's an Alliance cruiser that shows up, and uh, they're trying to figure out, they're like, you know, have they spotted us? And like, not yet. Uh, but I love the idea of the, uh, did you guys see the, the Crybaby um, uh, satellite that they actually send out to kind of lure the Alliance away from the derelict? Yes. I thought that was kind of interesting how they, they just threw a random, uh, it kind of looked like, uh, Do you guys ever watch the movie Twister?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Do you guys remember Dorothy the the canister thing that would you know send up the 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 metal pieces into the Twister to actually measure all the wind and stuff yeah. inside? Uh, yeah. So basically, if you think about Dorothy from the uh, from the the movie Twister, floating out in space, <laughs> sending a fake distress signal to the Alliance because the Alliance is like ah, we won't worry about these random scrappers, you know, just just tag them and. You know, just put out a warrant basically for their arrest or whatever, and uh, you know we'll move on. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, they they definitely uh, they get very lucky every time they deal with the alliance, and it's uh, it's usually by some trickery and very 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 good luck.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was uh, peculiar because it's like, is this is this not a new trick? Or rather, oh, they've definitely done earthquake? this before, yeah. It's like, I feel like after a while, you're like, yeah, every time this happens, there's always a distress signal that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, uh, we're about to catch these guys, and then we're like, and then and then a mysterious uh, distress signal that, that leads to nowhere every time. And I feel like they'd be able to trace, you know, like where it's coming from, or the distance, you know. Oh, it's right, and that and... direction, and then as soon as they pass it, they'd say, "Wait, now it's behind us." You know, be able to locate that it's not an, you know, distant planet or something. Take them mm-hmm. off their trail, or maybe that's all the firefly needed was a few seconds to really boost out of. Those.
1: Yeah, and the show does such a great job at, at at building tension with with all these kind of this backstory, and when they when they stop to try and fence those stolen goods to um the small-time crime lord badger you know he he refuses the goods so they're forced to take on passengers as slightly as like a cover up and slightly as a way to make money but it ends up they take on you know shepherd book and they take on river well we i guess at this point we don't know that rivers in the container and and her Spoiler brother simon room. yes uh, <laughs> it's only the next it's only the next episode that we find out i think so it's not too crazy but um and, and then of course our favorite character Lawrence dobson the lawman um so you've got all of these different uh characters on board none of the people that they take on board are regular civilians looking for transport which is hilarious you know, they they're looking for easy money and they get a they get five problems that lead to every storyline in the show. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> there is nobody who's like, can you just let me off at the next train station? Like, you know, just it's literally well, everybody's I, going to bring them problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is actually kind of funny. So I'm gonna read this. Uh, I'm gonna read these quotes because obviously, um, so uh, you've got Captain. Uh, actually let's let's before I read these quotes, I'm gonna flush out some of the characters. So uh on yeah, yeah. on or no, where is that? Sorry. IMDB. I should already had this pulled up. My bad. Give me just a second here.
1: Let let me just play the ballad of Jane real quick while we're waiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, here we go. So uh the cast of Firefly, So you have and I'll sort of read off the cast and then the um like, who they are as as characters. So you have Nathan Fillion, who is Captain Malcolm Reynolds, and everybody calls him Mal during the episode. So if you hear us saying Mal or Malcolm, it is the same person. Uh, you have Gina Torres, who plays uh, the character of Zoe Washburn. Um, you
1: have uh, Alan... I've never actually pronounced this guy's you, last name. You got yourself into a pickle with this one, Ren. <laughs> it's... Taduck? Taduck?
0: Do you guys know how to pronounce his last name? I have no idea.
2: I'm I'm giving you that uh, that task. Tudic? I'm not sure. Tudik. Yeah, sure. it's T U D Y
1: K. Yeah. Let's just call him Wash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's he plays
0: the character of Wash. Uh, it's I did not know, but apparently his first name is supposed to be Hoban. Hoban Wash Washburn, and but I'm assuming the nickname Wash came from his last name of Washburn. Him and Zoe are actually married. Uh, Zoe. And uh, so Zoe and Malcolm Reynolds were both uh, both in the army of the Independent uh, Planets, who were trying to oh, fight yeah. off the Alliance. Um, uh, Wash is actually the pilot uh, of Serenity that uh, Captain uh, Malcolm Reynolds actually hires. Uh, we have a Marina, uh, Marina, uh, uh,
1: Bark. Sarah. Oh that, no,
0: no. Nope. <laughs>
1: Picard, Picard, let's Bicarin. say Bicarin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just realized some of these, like, I know who these people are, but I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce their names. Uh, she plays Inara, uh, Sarah, which is the, uh, the bona fide companion uh, character. Um, we have Adam Baldwin, who plays Jane Cobb. A uh, little interesting fact Adam Baldwin is not part of the Baldwin brothers. Um, I kept trying to figure that out because he doesn't look like a Baldwin brother. Um, and he's definitely not, but, you know, no relation. Uh, jewel Stady who plays uh, Kaylee Fry she is uh she is the ship's mechanic and uh oh back and back to Adam Baldwin who plays Jane Cobb he plays more of a just a just the muscle I guess you'd call him um I mean does he have really maybe like an enforcer i I guess do you see, you
1: know? the, do you see his own quote the uh, Adam baldwin's own quote? he says sex muscle humor thuggery Jane <laughs> I mean,
0: that's kind of. I mean, I don't know where he's having sex. I, I don't know where he's having sex in this in the show, but yeah, <laughs> like it's implied. It, it's implied, yeah. but you know, yeah, the, the way the literally the entire rest of the the cast gives him so much uh, crap about everything, you would think <laughs> like he's never he's never lived to full manhood. <laughs> My favorite character by the way. Uh, Jane Jane is hilarious. Um, We've also got Sean Mauer, who plays Doctor Simon Tam, which is one of the one of the people they pick up. Uh, you've got Summer uh, Summer Glau, who is River Tam, who is uh, so River and Simon are brother and sister. Uh, Ron Glass plays uh, Shepherd Book, and uh, who else was there? Um, you skipped Lawrence number, Dobson uh, is Carlos uh, Jacot, He's the lawman.
1: Lawrence. Yeah, uh, you, skip, you skipped skipped over uh, Jewel uh, State State maybe. Uh, who no, no, she's Kaylee. that.
0: Yeah, I I that's Kaylee Fry. She's the mechanic. I, I said her, didn't I? Did Did you?
2: I'm pretty sure I did. I I didn't. I don't remember that.
0: Hmm. Twilight Zone. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. Anyway,
2: uh, but Kaylee.
0: the small uh, crime lord known as Badgers, uh, played by Mark Shepard, um, but. So that, I mean, as far as main characters go, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a whole long list of people who end up playing like one episode, things like that. So, um, but that's that's kind of the cast where we're at now. Now, as far as the quote that I was talking about earlier, uh, they take on all these people, and so Zoe's actually talking to Mal says, "Now we have a boat full of citizens right on top of our stolen cargo. That's a fun mix." Mal says. Ain't no way in the verse they could find that compartment, even, even if they weren't, or even if they were looking for it. Zoe says, "Why not?" Mal says, "Cause." Zoe goes, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be, or this is gonna go great." And Mal says, "If anyone gets nosy, just you know, shoot them." Zoe says, <laughs> "Shoot them," and Mal says, "Politely." So there. <laughs>
1: Yeah. They're on the planet Persephone, right? In in the first episode. Yes, the planet uh, Persephone. What one thing I wanted to mention real quick I thought was funny. When they're first leaving the ship, when they get to Persephone, Wash is walking out with them, and he clearly gets like a cue from one of the directors that's like you're not in the right spot, and he runs back into the chip and gets on the ATV. And you can see crew members pushing the ATV that is clearly not running to the edge of the ramp. He goes down the ramp and he sits there and he says a line to Zoe. And then you see a hand come out and grab the front of the ATV and pull it out of screen.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I did not notice that. Yeah,
2: yeah it's it's pretty could. great. <laughs> yeah, we'll to I'm gonna have after. to. Yeah, I'm it's gonna have funny. to check that out because he, he walks
1: out yeah. with the rest of the crew and he, he you can see on his face, he's like, Oh no, I messed up, and then runs back into the ship. <laughs> that's good. Well, and it's pretty
0: interesting too because, like, uh, so especially with Shepard book, so he's he's like the preacher guy, you know, who's wandering the universe, um, or at least that's kind of what we're kind of given. And it's very we funny, should mention, yeah, right. we should
1: mention that we're we should mention that we're only summarizing up to episode seven, right? Yeah, so we are only there's going there's
0: up to episode seven for part one. Part two will be next month uh, in July. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and part two will be the rest of the season. I didn't mean to interrupt, Ryan. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so I did think it was interesting, though, because uh, when as far as how we see Shepherd Book, um, you know, he gets approached by... Uh, somebody who's like, "Hey, you're looking to you're looking for a fare out of this place, right?" Or and they keep calling him Grandpa, and he he says to this random guy, he's just like, um, <laughs> I never, never married. married." And the guy's like, yeah. "What?" He goes, "I can't be a Grandpa. I never married. Yeah, I don't right have I kids." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, weird. You know, like you're looking for a ship to ride on or whatever." And then you know, book just walks away. Um, but then it's funny because he ends up talking to Kaylee who Kaylee stays with the ship to sort of try to get people to come aboard, uh, as far as, you know, pay fares to go where they're going. And she uses the same line. She calls book grandpa and he says the same thing to her. He goes, (laughs) I never married. And she's like, what? (laughs) He's like, I can't be a a, grandpa. it's
1: It's a great character building thing for him right there because he starts, uh, you know, talk and shop about the ship, and that's what—that's what, that's what kind of gets Kaylee to like him, and also creates this whole mystery. It's like, well, this guy's a shepherd, but he knows a lot about ships, so he's obviously got some kind of backstory that we're not getting the full picture of,
0: Ed which I think is great.
1: Won't ever get? <laughs> well, yeah. and
0: it's interesting too because Shepherd Book knows wait. a lot as we go on through the through the season. Shepard Book knows a lot more than you would think the guy who lives at the Abbey would know, you know. And it's like, why? Why does this
1: guy know things? Um, he gets preferential treatment from the Alliance in Episode Seven, which is conspicuous <laughs> to say the least. Yeah,
0: it's it's interesting. Well, and it's funny too because every one of these people, I mean. Except for uh, Lawrence Washburn, or not Washburn, Lawrence uh Fishburn? The, uh, the lawman, they keep calling oh, him. Dobson. 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 Dobson, that's right, that's right, Lawrence Dobson. I
1: thought you were talking about the actor. <laughs> no, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Lawrence Dobson oh. is the only one that seems like he's he's going <laughs> to join that ship for a specific reason, which is he's chasing Simon and River, uh, because they are uh, dun 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 fugitives, uh, of the alliance. Because uh, River is some crazy genius that uh, went to like an alliance camp, and the alliance started like drilling into her brain and stuff, trying to do experiments and and whatnot. And you know sends a code to her brother, who Simon, who is a you know is a is a doctor, and. Uh, so He's he ends up master. breaking her out of of this alliance camp, and so now they are fugitives of the alliance. So it seems like everybody, you know, as far as Shepard, Book, and Simon slash River, you know, River in a box at this point, kind of in some sort of uh, yeah. cryostasis. I would I would call that probably. Um,
1: I would also call it that. <laughs> yeah, because it's like
0: when they open the crate, it's all like you know, like steaming and whatnot. So I, uh, you know, like I said, she's kind of in cryostasis, asleep in a box. And um, but what it's interesting is because it it doesn't it doesn't seem like there's any specific purpose of them choosing to come aboard Firefly. It's just happenstance, except for the lawman because he's he's there to follow to follow Simon and try to take
1: them in. Dobson Dobson God. Lawrence okay. Lawrence Dobson the lovable idiot <laughs> <laughs> which, um, according, which according to things we've read he was slated to be a recurring villain which I think is great the law man just because his name is Lawrence <laughs> yeah it's
0: that's great uh well so it's it's very interesting because it kind of starts off. Bad from the beginning because they they sort of take off. Uh, they've got to end up taking so so Badger didn't want the goods because they were marked by the alliance. The stolen uh, alliance. Goods, yeah. yeah. So they're stolen alliance. goods. So Badger doesn't want to take them, even though um, Mal's basically like, hey, we did a job for you. You're supposed to pay us. You know, like I didn't ask what it was. This wasn't part of the deal. You're not paying. Me. You're part of the deal. So they've still got mm-hmm. the stolen goods, so they're trying to fence the go- the goods because now they need to sell it to somebody, and I can't remember who uh, who the what the name of the character is on this other planet that they're going to go to uh, to sell off the stuff. But uh, Zoe and Wash don't want to go to this planet because apparently the person that they're going to sell the stuff to at some point has shot Mal. And there's really not a good story behind that apparently, but apparently that's just part of And, you know, Mal's like, "Oh, you know, it's been, it's been a while back since that happened, so we should be fine." I do you guys remember why she shot him?
1: Uh, I don't think it was necessarily explained. Um but it was like a some kind of deal gone wrong. But um yeah, they that whole crew which they knew when they were going to roll in there that it was going to be an ambush for the goods and so you know Jane goes up on the on the, the ridge and there's that great line where he's watching and, and oh, what the heck was her name I can't remember the contact but one of her henchmen is standing there and and Mal looks up at him and he goes hey nice hat and Jane just shoots the hat right off his head
0: <laughs> Yeah, so and it's like it, it turns it, into like Sort of a small gun battle because, well, Jane actually went up and and took the sniper rifle away from the person who was supposed to be sniping them.
1: (laughs) drags him by the feet and then he just crawls right up in the same same frame of the camera. Um, Yeah, a lot of horses died in that filming. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't. But um, I was counting how many horses were being ridden. And I know for a fact Mal shoots one of the horses. Yeah, because he shoots... uh,
0: because um, whatever that character's name is, I cannot remember for the life of
1: me. I have to look it up. I have to look it up. She's not a very memorable character. Yeah. Patience.
0: Beard. Patience. Patience. That's yeah, the character's yeah, that's... name. Of course, it's yeah. Patience. So that's the other thing that should be said about this show is the fact that this is a sci-fi outer space western mo- show. Ba-na-na. And it's weird. with it's, With
1: no aliens, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's right. No aliens. They're all human beings. It's all, you know, from Earth that was, is what they keep calling it. And, you know, so it's, it is it is interesting. Well, I guess the closest thing you could call to being aliens is something that we get introduced to in season, er, in episode one, which is uh, what they call the Reavers. But Reavers are, were men like were humans at one point. Um and I don't I don't know, do they ever really explain what happens to Reavers?
1: Yeah, there's a great there's actually a quote that I don't think I wrote down from episode four, I th- or yeah, episode four. Or whichever one were there when they board that derelict and they, they mentioned them as as people that went to the furthest reaches of space and kind of, like stared into the darkness and became the darkness kind of thing. And um, so they've kind of forgot their humanity, which we see again and again with Wait. string stringing people up by chains and stuff.
0: So this is not the first time then that uh, Malcolm Reynolds a.k.a. Nathan Fillion, a.k.a. Cade-6, has had to battle the darkness.
1: Yeah, he's everybody stares into the darkness, and the darkness stares back, you know?
0: <laughs> hmm. it's, so, a, it's a running
1: track with sci-fi, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh, Firefly, uh, the, the one and only season of Firefly, is, you know, if we just change the name from Malcolm Reynolds
1: to Cade without
0: any yeah. numbers,
1: this is Cade's first Leap. life. We get the Yeah, we get the origins of the robot from Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. We, sh- we probably shouldn't go down that. <laughs> we no, we shouldn't. will not. go. Get- <laughs> it's like, all right, here's another hour and a half added on to yeah. one episode of the podcast. We're not even talking about we'll, Firefly We'll anymore. have to do it sometime. <laughs> well, yeah, at yeah, that point, it's, it.
0: it's not even talking about Firefly. We're just talking about Destiny at that point.
1: <laughs> on this episode of Focus Fire Chat 2. <laughs> I like uh, it. name drop. <laughs> name <laughs> drop. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not, not a sponsor.
2: But uh, we're willing. If um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get some. We'll get some. Of the talks going.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: Oh yeah. You know where to contact me, Blue. <laughs> yeah my my notes for episode one are just like one of them is glad there were a few horses left for them to get back to serenity <laughs> because like so many horses got shot in that in that gunfight <laughs> and that that was the whole thing because so uh
0: kind of on the way to go visit patience or is, was it patience is that what i said her name was
1: yeah yeah yes uh to yeah. go
0: see patience to sell off the goods they're on their way there we quickly yes. find out that uh that Simon's hiding something in his luggage, which is uh which is River, who's in cryo sleep, and you know, they wake her up and uh sort of flush out the entire story or sort of get the understanding. And what happens is uh Mr Mr. Lawrence uh reveals himself as a lawman and yep. he accidentally ends up shooting Kaylee, which is like like out of everybody on that crew, I'm like, why did you shoot Kaylee? She's an angel. Like you, son. Yeah, of... right. <laughs> you know, just like. <laughs> but he shoots her because he's like skittish. He's like one of those like, you know, oh God, something moved out of the corner of my eye, and it ends up being Kaylee who moved out of the corner of his eye. It just happens because she like
1: walks in, and goes, hey, what's going on, and gets shot for it. Um, he's this, this clumsy. Um, yeah, and. At, yeah, at that. So at that point, they're already out on the on the mission. Or no, this is right before they go out on the mission. So Kaylee's in the infirmary, and Lawrence Dobson, our boy Dobby, is uh, interrogated by Jane, who he he immediately like tells him everything, and so he's like bound in there, but he also has that little knife or something. Yeah, and he's, he's sneaking out of his his bindings.
0: Well, Which and is... it's funny because Jane doesn't even have to try hard. He just, like, literally, like, shows him his giant knife, and then he, like, Lawrence just starts spilling every bit of, like, what's
1: going on. Yeah, that's, like, that's, like, why I'm, like, the lovable idiot because he's just, like, so duty-bound and clearly just not thinking about any moral implications. He's like, I have one job to do, and I'm going to make sure it happens, and I'm going to shoot mechanics and... <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, so whatever. it's, like... <laughs> it's
1: funny because
0: so they end up he shoots he shoots kaylee uh and then you know malcolm is basically like look i don't want any of this trouble on my ship i'm just going to like blow, put you all out the airlock simon then yeah. reveals that he's a doctor he can save kaylee and sort of barters a deal where it's like take me with you you know keep me alive you know or don't kill me and i will and i will make sure kaylee doesn't die um and so he starts working on Kaylee, um, but this whole time she's kind of in and out. We're not really sure if she's going to survive. And they basically uh, they kind of bind up Lawrence and put him in put him in a in a room, um, and then they land on the but on the sorry one other point that I keep forgetting about is they end up passing a Reavers ship on the way to go to patients. Yep. Um, that's important and yeah. they when they passed the Reaver ship um they basically said like they couldn't run because you know they're gonna just be chased the whole time anyways um so they they attempt to fly by it and then when when they they fly by and then everyone's like oh <laughs> thank goodness like apparently they weren't hungry <laughs> you know um is this the episode where where Zoe talks about what happens if you're captured by reavers
1: um it's not zoe it's uh inara that that mentions it and we we also see as they're going by the ship this is what i was talking about before we started the show where she pulls out that syringe which apparently never gets explained in the show but uh one of the i think her actor was explaining afterwards that it was a like a pathogen or some kind of uh, virus that they could inject themselves with, where if there was any uh, unfortunate situation where their blood was being spilled everywhere, then uh, the uh, Reavers would contract this virus and spread it amongst themselves and all die. So apparently it's kind of like a failsafe for that last-ditch effort.
0: Yeah, could've, okay, so that's where... <laughs> So Simon could have gotten
1: way more graphic with that, but it's yeah,
0: yeah, um, which I'm about to hear in a moment. Um,
1: <laughs> well shit, well shit, man. I <laughs> well because I would have gotten graphic, man. I, I found the I found the quote
0: that actually Zoe makes because uh, Simon be who, about it <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, nice. Simon who is a doctor, but he's from like the core planets or like the central planets, uh, so he's only heard like you know scary stories about Reavers. He doesn't actually know anything about them. And Simon actually says to Zoe, he says, what happens if the Reavers board us? And Zoe makes the statement, if they take the ship, they will rape us to death, eat our flesh, and sew our skins into their clothing. And if we're very, very lucky, they'll do it in that order.
1: Yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah, so it's like,
0: so I think the whole, that first part that I said, which we don't really have to graphically go into that, but that first part is where I think they, if they inject themselves with the virus, that's how the Reavers would catch it.
1: Right, and I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. Is the wrong word, but I, I like that they were so graphic with it because it really instills the appropriate level of how much we should be afraid of the Reavers. Um, yeah. And
0: that it's, 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 there's a reason why it's a, it's a nightmarish story on the central planets because, you know, there's, there's always a grain of truth with legends and myths, right. You know, yeah. and out on the, you know, on the, on the, the outskirts of society, let's say in this uh, Firefly universe, it's uh, right. you know, there are some nightmarish things that can actually
1: happen. Yeah. yeah they're, they are the monsters and, And it just adds so much credence to how terrified, especially like Mal and and Jane are of them, you know, which it could be easily brushed under the table, but when you're faced with a when you're faced with a situation or like a hypothetical situation like that, it definitely hits home. And then again, later in in episode uh, three, you know, where there's people hung up. Yeah, it's just a nasty situation. So it's 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 appropriate for how much we should be afraid of those people.
0: Yeah, they definitely, they do a good job without actually having to show you what a reaver is or what a reaver actually does to really yeah. instill like the fear behind it. And
1: uh, I mean, and, that, and that's pretty edgy for, for 2002 TV show, you know, it's, um,
0: Oh yeah. Cause it's definitely, yeah, it's, yeah.
1: it's one line.
0: I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: This the show description really got me.
0: Yeah,
2: which part yeah, of the description got you on that? Uh, just, just like what uh, Captain Mal was saying, um, about <laughs> the order, like the luck. Hopefully, we get these terrible things happening to us in that. In oh, in that order. Order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, well, that's yeah. actually
0: what Zoe says. Not not Mal, but yeah, that's. It's, it's interesting because it's like, it's just like, they're going to do this to us, then this to us, then this to us. And if we are
1: lucky, it's going to be in that order. It's like, ah. I, you know, and that's like another a genius thing about the show, too, is it, like, that's the most horrible thing to imagine. But they still like throw in a joke at the end. <laughs> it's like, what?
2: Yeah, Hopefully like, it's in that
1: yeah. order. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny to make because... light of
2: the real The realness of your situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They definitely do a
0: good job employing some gallows humor in this show. I will say, like, it's it's because, I mean, that's funny, but the way like Zoe's face is so serious when she says it. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, it makes it very real.
0: So. So um, I know we're doing a little bit bouncing back and forth, but you do see that. Uh, so the Reavers actually reverse course and end up coming back uh, and mm-hmm. finding them on the planet, and uh, that's when things get a little interesting for uh, Crazy Ivan. <laughs> you get, oh yeah, uh, that crazy moment. But before that, yeah. the most epic you cause you, you're kind of like the whole time Malcolm Reynolds is like, he's the captain of the ship and he's like, Hey, don't mess with my people, you know, or I'll get you, but you're not real sure, you know, like, ah, oh, he's a funny guy, you know? Um, and then you see how serious he is, uh, at the, you know, after they've already had to deal with patience and <laughs> all of her like, Oh, ambushing you, uh, while this is all going on, uh, Mr. Lawrence Dobby over here is like, hey, he retakes or he escapes from his bondage and uh, re gets his gun and everything. And he's holding a gun to, uh, I think it's River's head. Was it River or Simon? I couldn't. Did we ever figure that out? Is it River? It was River. Yeah. (laughs) Holding a gun to River's head. And he's getting ready. He's.
1: uh... Oh, wait, I might be wrong. Damn it. Now I can't remember. (laughs)
0: anyways yeah One of the two. <laughs> he's like um he's he's holding a gun to her head as uh mal Zoe and and uh Jane are getting back to the ship because you know wash is like hey you guys got to get back now the Reavers are back apparently they became hungry again and uh, so Dobson while he's holding while he's holding the gun to River's head, <laughs> he's like, I'm not playing anymore. Anybody, anybody makes so much as a move. And then before he can even end his sentence, Mal's like walking up the ramp of the ship, literally just shoots him in the <laughs> face. Like doesn't, Blood doesn't say up. anything to him. Nothing. Just like, bam, dead. You're done. And then him and Jane literally grab, grab <laughs> his body and throws him off the ship. Just throws him off the <laughs> ramp. as That's taking off. Like, at that point, I think uh, Mal's just like, I don't have time for any more BS. Like, you're done. (laughs) You should have just stayed with your hands. in. It's kind
1: of, yeah, it's kind of a genius, like, way to fix the situation because, oh, Reavers got him. You know, (laughs) like, they were so worried about him the whole time. He just ends up shooting him right in the head. Um, Another interjection real quick that I forgot about, uh, when when they're interrogating uh, Lawrence Dobson, uh he he tries to, uh, you're led to believe that he made a deal with Jane to turn on Mal? Oh yeah. And, and you totally think and, he does uh, because of the way he ends up escaping. And I think I think it's the last line of the episode. Mal confronts him and he's like he made you a deal, right? And Jane just kind of like smiles at him. He's like why didn't you take it? He's like the money wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, you, you, like you still get this as much as mal and jane are really tight you know th- there's so much tension built between them in the first episode like when they're at the table and and jane's kind of running his mouth and mal just tells him like walk away from this table right now you know there's yeah, basically that, like, shut your mouth and go <laughs> like this is my yeah ship. there's yeah. that there's that undying loyalty which it, so early in the in the show it's cool because you don't know why he's so loyal to him you know, and it's, it, it's like, I love how they build the characters up like that. It's, it's so complex. Well, and it's interesting too, never, because yeah.
0: even Mal says like, what are you going to do when the money is good enough? And Jane says yeah. like, well, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. He does say that. Yeah. Cause he, he doesn't really have an idea. Like he's like, it's not crossed my mind yet because I haven't, hit, nobody's given me that number yet, but at the same time, it's kind of one of those, you can tell in their world, um, That Mm. you know they are like they're loyal as far as you know they're criminals. They they are criminals. It's like they're almost bound by the 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 thieves code, thieves thieves honor. Yeah, thieves thieves, exactly. Just like you would see like you know from the Pirates of the Caribbean and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, absolutely. Once the money's good enough, you you it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yep. Well, I mean that's yeah. that's pretty much episode 1. I mean, in that that episode took a while because it was an hour and a half pilot. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's a big one. It's it's a long episode. There's a lot that happens and I mean, we didn't even cover most of it. Um
1: I I do love that the maneuver that they use when when the reapers finally show up uh they call it's called the crazy ivan where they overclock the thrusters spin in a 180 and head straight back towards the reaver ship and fly right under it and the reaver ship is too big to to remaneuver and chase them
0: yeah, that's pretty awesome, because he's just like, Crazy Ivan! <laughs>
1: Which is like, they don't explain why it's called the Crazy Ivan, and I, like, I love that. So maybe there's some, like, Norse mythology tie-in there, but...
0: Well, I just love the fact <laughs> that Wash wash Radio's down, like, to uh, to Kaylee, like, hey, you know, we're gonna pull a Crazy Ivan, and Kaylee's like, I've always wanted to try to do that. Like, so yeah. it's one of those, like, <laughs> wait, you haven't tried this yet before? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty good. So that's uh, that's episode one uh, titled Serenity. Uh, We're going to move on to episode two, The Train Job. Which was the first episode that aired. Yeah, I did see that when I was actually reading because it's funny watching it over Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. You get the pilot, which is so uh, apparently, like when you watch it, you know, uh, do, with a streaming service, when you have the pilot, they call it episode one, but episode one was actually the train job, and apparently, Serenity episode one was like episode like one point one or something like that, or like zero point one, or so. It's kind of weird, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we
1: call it the pilot. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it. I don't know if it's more. I don't think it's more exciting than the first or than the pilot, but. It's it's definitely an exciting episode.
0: Yeah, I mean uh I mean you you run into immediately you're gonna run into the crime lord, uh Niska Niska.
1: Yeah, Niska. <laughs> like uh and, and terrifying <laughs> and claw his henchman claw yeah who's like such a, such a chump he's like I'm just gonna only use this claw blade <laughs> that I can throw at people <laughs> when he throws it at Mal I was like, like he didn't even do anything It just stuck in his chest <laughs> uh, he's a huge guy though terrifying oh, yeah
0: like really big but I think Niska is terrifying just because like his the way he talks and the accent and um, like they're literally they're literally talking to each other. So Mal basically takes a job from uh, Niska, and yeah. <laughs> Niska's just like, uh, "He says you have reputation, Malcolm Reynolds. Get or Malcolm Reynolds gets it done, is the talk." Uh, Malcolm says, "Well, I'm glad to hear that." And Niska goes, "You know what is reputation? Is people talking? Is gossip? I also have reputation." Not so pleasant, I think you
1: know. He's like, <laughs> I am just the embodiment of the KGB in a weird sci-fi fantasy show. <laughs> <It's> like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Here's a bizarre. random Chinese word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Go rabbit, <laughs> Go rabbit. <laughs> uh, Niska
0: says, "Now for you, my reputation." Or so uh, he has. Uh, he has no. The guy's name's not Claw. It's Crow.
1: Oh, Crow! Is Crow. It really?
0: Yeah, that's his name. I I have it written every single time in my notes as Claw. <laughs> yeah. His name is Crow, and he goes. Uh, and so Crow opens the door to show that there's a man hanging upside down from the ceiling and is being Damn. tortured. Uh, yeah. And and uh, he goes. Niska goes. Like, ah, oh, my nephew. My my wife's <laughs> going to be going to be very mad at dinner time or something like that. So you're like, oh, this guy's like terrifying and crazy. But the whole point of them show- doesn't, doesn't have a wife. He's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> But the only point of him showing the tortured man hanging from the ceiling is is the line. He says, now for you, my reputation is not gossip. You see this man, eh? He does not do the job. I show you what I do with him. And now you know my reputation is fact is solid. You do the train
1: job for me, then you are solid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like... he's like he's trying to use hip lingo from the nineteen nineties. <laughs> he's like, "Dude, he's solid, man." Um, but yeah, it's, it's such so... a creepy Russian.
0: Like, ah, oh, it's it's he's terrible. Yeah, he's a
1: weird. He's a weird character because, like, a why does he need this medicine? Like there's there's a line from some uh person where they're like oh yeah you could catch a, or get a fortune for this on the black market but it's like this guy seems like he's pretty rich like he wouldn't be dabbling in like four crates of medicine you know so i'm like what you know what's his deal here and he's willing to anybody that like does a deal with him and doesn't follow through he's willing to send bounty hunters like across the galaxy to kill them it's just the strangest character it's like a extreme psychopath, which I guess fits well. And then also I,
0: having like just this crime lord mentality of like, yeah, you do yeah. what I say, exactly what I say. Like, I mean, they were willing to, you know, because they were willing to kill everybody yeah. over over like being delayed. Like it was like. Yeah we did the job, but we were like an hour late. Like they're going to kill you over that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just
1: like, <laughs> like you can't have any mess ups at all. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame that we don't get more Nishka. Cause he's clearly like the most entertaining evil guy in the series. <laughs> well, I think
0: they would have because I mean, um, was oh, uh, like
1: 80 episodes that never happened. So yeah, yeah. There's a bunch know, of episodes have-
0: and he doesn't, die
1: later on but we'll talk about that next month (laughs) i'm glad to know that because i couldn't quite remember whether or not he was ever mentioned again i was going out on a limb there (laughs)
0: um well so basically so they go to rob the train and so the point of the whole thing is is so mal never asks what a job is or what they're stealing and he does that basically as a principle, like I don't really care what I, you know, I'm doing a job for you. I don't really, you know, don't really care much what what it is, which is something that he says in his prologues. Um, yeah. Yep. And so they end up, so what happens is, like, so they're supposed to steal the stuff off the train and, you know, kind of pull it up into, like, the whole goal is they're, they're going to pull, they're going to use Serenity to fly over the, over the train and actually use, like, a winch and everything to pull everything up into Serenity, uh, so, Malcolm and Zoe are on the train, but come to find out, there's a whole squad of Alliance troopers on the train itself, which is kind of like, of course there are, <laughs> you know? Uh, but apparently, they're there for a completely unrelated, like, not there for any particular reason to do with this medicine at all. Like, they're just right. unrelated being transported on this train. Um, and. So they end up falling or not getting out of the train um, because of uh, circumstances. So they do get the medicine uh, heisted, um, but.
1: (laughs) uh, Oh, Oh, this is. uh, Yeah, that's I think that's the worst. The only moment in the show so far that I've rewatched where I was like, that's kind of like a plot hole because, I mean, they kill a guy. You know, they kill one of the soldiers. And there's like they throw out smoke bombs and hide, and they kind of sneak off. But I mean, like I feel like somebody on that train was aware that there was like a Firefly class smuggling ship around, and they they really don't screen them. Like the Alliance just doesn't care, and it's that random sheriff. You know, so I, I, yeah. it's just a like little, yeah. little pet peeve of mine. But um, so it's
0: like the local law enforcement who cares?
1: Not even. Yeah, I feel. It has feel nothing like to if,
0: do with the alliance at all.
1: Yeah, I feel like if what, if an alliance soldier got killed, they should have like locked the train down and screened every single person, and they would have found them quicker. But water under is, the bridge. Which I'm, is I'm kind glad of funny they're because alive. Like, they could have. <laughs> They could
0: have completely just walked away from the train when they first got off. It didn't even seem like they were being told like, you know, round them all up. Like it took so long. Like they they could have literally just walked away at that point, and, yeah. and blended in with the crowd, like.
2: But I and guess at the same noticed.
0: time because of it being such a small town that yeah. they would have been immediately been
1: recognized as outsiders. Is kind of what I'm assuming there. Yeah, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of cushion for for explanation is that's just my, my little pet peeve with that episode. But,
0: well, so I want to, so what I think is the best line ever from Jane is from this episode. Uh, so, cause Jane's the one who repels down, grabs the stuff and he goes back up on a, yeah. on a serenity with the, with the crates. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what ends up happening is, is wash is like, wait, they're not here and he's like, no, no, they got snatched up by, uh, you know, they got snatched up by the by the Federals over there. And um, so Wash is like, well, we don't go anywhere without the Captain and Zoe. And he's like, he's like, no, we got to take this stuff to Niska because Niska will kill us even if we're late. And he's like, we're going to be fine. We're not moving anywhere. And Jane goes, you know what the chain of command is? It's the chain that I go get and beat you with until so you understand who's rutting in command here. <laughs>
1: Leads the greatest the greatest situation ever with him, uh, you know, the doctor. Right afterwards, Jane's like, I need something for this pain. And he actually gives him, like, a very serious sedative. Oh, which... yeah, because he goes...
0: So the quote here is, you got the light from the console. Yeah, he's, like, Keep reaching you, towards the console. Lift
1: you up. They shine like... <laughs> And Then he just like
0: and he goes little. Nobody
1: like, catches him. Nobody and he catches falls him. He falls down. Just falls he just falls down.
0: Him. And then Wash goes. Did he just go crazy yeah. and then fall asleep? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all just
1: watch him fall on the ground.
0: Oh, yeah. it was funny because like uh, Simon totally drugs him just to like save him some or
1: buy him some time. Um, well, yeah, yeah, because they were they were worried about because Jane wanted to. You know, and Jane, you know, Jane's a good smuggler, right? You know, he's he's got his head in the right spot. He's like, well, even if the captain's pooched, you know, we got to get out of here, you know, and... It's a good thing they stuck around, but I guess if I was any one of those smugglers, I would have been like, sayonara, you know? <laughs> we gotta get out of here.
0: Well, I mean, um, I think so... even Jane even said like something like, we can come back for him, we just can't miss this deadline, or we can't miss the, the
1: rendezvous <laughs> with, with Crow. <laughs> you know, like... Jane, Jane, also, Jane also has a line at the end of the episode, he's like, I waited for you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you couldn't move. <laughs> completely... Yeah, oh my gosh.
0: Oh... <laughs> uh... Well, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 so, <laughs> it's so funny the whole way. But, um, so what ends up happening basically is you get this whole kind of like sad sap story about why everybody needs medicine at this planet, and uh, and this is where you kind of you kind of get that sense that Malcolm Reynolds is not, and why like, like we said earlier, we we didn't want to demify yeah. them where he's got a good heart and he's got a good, you know, yeah, he is a criminal, but at the same time, he's not trying to rip off the, the, the little guys in, in life. Um, so once he finds out that they actually stole medicine, that this, this town actually needs for people to survive, they end up taking the medicine back. Um, and yeah. that's where the whole, like he shows up and, you know, Jane's like, I waited for you. <laughs> and, uh, but he tells him well, like, we we're not, we're we not, all,
1: yeah. Or go ahead. Uh, sorry, I was gonna say this is like right before that. Also, is where we have uh, Claw or whatever the hell his name is shows up with his crew because they were late for the rendezvous. So you get the whole fight on the Serenity in the cargo bay, where um, Nishka's men show up to to take the goods back, which is a hilarious scene when they beat them in the fight and they're they're, they're outside the Serenity and and mel's sitting there he's like all right so here's the deal we're gonna give you the money back you're gonna take it back to nishka and 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 it's all gonna be good and the guy's like i would never do that i'll hunt you down to the end of the galaxy he's like that's too bad and he just kicks him in the turbine (laughs) of the ship and then brings the next guy out the other the other thug from nishka's crew and he's like so here's the deal the guy's like nope i'm totally down (laughs) <laughs> whatever you guys need like I got I got, I've actually, you, I got so you. I've actually
0: got the quote pulled up for that uh, Mal says oh, nice. now this is yeah. all the money Niska gave us in advance you bring it back to mm-hmm. him tell him the job didn't work out Crow spits <laughs> we're not thieves yeah. well we Crow. are thieves point is we're not taking uh, we're not taking what's his now we'll stay okay. out of his way the best we can from here on in you explain that it's best for everyone okay Crow says keep the money Use it to buy a funeral. It doesn't matter where you go or how far you fly. I will hunt you down. And the last thing you see will be my blade. Mal says darn. And then like darn darn. He just says darn. And kicks him into the turbine, killing him. And then immediately grabs the next they grab the next guy put him on his knees and he goes and he and he literally is going to give the same exact speech to the next guy goes yeah, now exactly. this is all the money niska gave us in advance and the other guy goes oh i'm good best thing forever uh, best thing for everyone i'm right there with you like <laughs> yeah, like i heard yeah. the whole thing it's cool you don't have to kick me into the turbine <laughs> yeah
1: i would rather not be kicked into a turbine today oh that crazy. was that, that was excellent
0: <laughs> oh it was such a funny like there were so many good, funny things about this whole episode. Oh, <laughs>
2: man. So, no, so uh, we all... I, also, I didn't realize oh, sorry, that. Yeah. he. Yeah, my bad. I, I just didn't realize that he was actually kicked into a turbine at that moment. Right. I thought... I thought it was some type of... Uh, a portal of some kind for a moment because of how fast it just happened. Like It seemed like... It was also the it most powerful like, kick ever. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, he, he's he he sent him somewhere for a holding or whatever. I'm like, that's a weird way to do it, um, because it seemed like the way they were talking, like they were they were, uh, like the plan wasn't to throw him into a turbine and kill him. I guess you know. So. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, they're, that's they're, why That's why Malcolm says, something. like,
0: darn. Like, he's like, I have to kill you in order for the next guy to know I'm serious. Like, he's like, I don't want to kill you, but dang it. You're forcing my hands.
2: Yeah, like, and I, yeah, I thought, I'm like, oh, this is just, you know, they're being funny or whatever. And, and then I didn't realize, like, at first I'm like, oh, okay. He, you know, he's just holding them for now. And nope. No, no, he died. He died. <laughs> he died. I, yeah
1: we also have a great line from from jane during the during the fight between mal and crow where he's he's about to finish mal off and and he gets shot in the leg and mal looks up and, and jane's up on the the scaffold. which another funny quote when mal first gets back to the ship he sees him like laying on the like halfway down the stairs he just like holds his hands up and, and i think it's uh uh, I can't remember who says it, but they're like, "Oh, he was too heavy." We just left him here. It was Kaylee. <laughs> Kaylee was
3: yeah,
0: like, Kaylee. He was too
1: heavy." <laughs> and so he and he takes the shot, and and he looks, and Mal looks up. He's like, "Nice shot!" And Jane goes, "Like I was aiming for his head."
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a very funny episode. I, I I loved every minute of it. Like I said, because you start out with this like. It's just absolute terrifying, crazy person, Niska. And then you end up just laughing about everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's episode two, basically, the the train job. Um, yeah. Do you yeah, guys they, have any other...
3: Bring...
0: Uh, Kajuga, or uh, Zach, did you have any other um, thoughts about the train job at all?
2: Nope. Uh, just uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying hearing your guys' take on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's well, been great. I could, <laughs> well, good. I, I'll I'll talk until you tell me to shut up. So it's <laughs> no, no, they,
2: and that's the thing, and 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 I and I love it. It's 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 interesting being part of a show live and enjoying it at the same time, like enjoying right. listening to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Yeah, it's, a, it's like I haven't I haven't
2: had to do homework in about
1: you know like twelve years. So thanks for that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I guess we'll we'll move up our move forward into episode three, which is entitled "Bushwhacked." Um, so we kind of start out with a uh, uh, great line. It says, um, "I don't remember what they're doing, um, but they're I think they're oh I think they're all hanging out in the kitchen, just like chatting with each other." And they are. And uh, all of a sudden, they hear something. It's a proximity alert, and Zoe goes. Uh, proximity alert must be uh, coming up on something, and then Wash looks alarmed. He goes, "Oh my God, what can it be? We're all doomed. Who's flying this thing?" Oh, right, that would be me. Back to work. <laughs> and <laughs> he like, gets up. He goes back up to the cockpit.
1: Um, and then yeah, they we end have...
0: up finding a ship, right? Uh, a yeah, we have
1: a good we have a good situation uh, for for getting a little of Mal's um supposed humanity. You know, where he's like, oh, there could, you know, there, there could be survivors and all this stuff. You know, obviously all he wants is the loot, you know, and uh, and and he convinces the team. And, and Jane actually really didn't want to. He's like, no, we're not going to board that. It's a trap, all this kind of stuff. And um, there's actually a funny quote from Jane. He's just he like looks over at Simon. He's like yeah, we're going to board that ship, someone could be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he actually cares. <laughs> well, it's funny
0: because at first, Jane's like, no, 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 we don't need to go onto that ship, you know, nothing. And then yeah, somebody he- says something like, oh, it could be loaded up with valuables. And all of a sudden, Jane looks at Simon like he said, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go over yeah. there. Somebody, yeah, exactly. Somebody could be hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it just, you know, it, it, from the beginning, it like still the lingering fear of Reavers that we have. Like It just stinks of of reaver trap which it turns out to be yeah Maybe it we'll turns out that. to completely be a
0: a, <laughs> uh, a total reaver thing well and it's funny because when they yeah. first get onto the ship it it you know it seems fairly normal like it's been abandoned um and uh they i forget i think it's zoe and mal actually end up seeing the people like hanging from all the hooks and and chains and stuff yeah. And yeah,
1: they, yeah, they access that terminal, um, in the, in the first area they go into. And I think there's a line where it's just like, none of them ever left, you know, which is like, uh Oh, Oh, that's right. <laughs> and Alex, say, well, cause yeah.
0: they talk about, they were like, you know, there's all this stuff because there was enough stuff for, they were actually taking people to go settle on a planet. And there was all that's this. When... That's all this stuff. They were like, you know, why wouldn't they take any of this stuff with them when they, you know, when they abandoned the ship? And that's when Mal says, because none of them ever left. And then the camera pans up to this like grotesque group of bodies just hanging from a chain, like in the middle of a hold.
1: And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I also I don't think we talked about it while we were recording, but uh, the the first time they messed with Simon. like when Mal told him that Kaylee was dead and it's like that slow motion run down to the infirmary. And then this is the second time that they mess with Simon. Oh, yeah, when... I totally
0: forgot about it because in episode one, because they yeah. made out,
1: like, uh, yeah.
0: Simon and Mal made the whole uh, deal. Like, hey. Yeah, I'll throw I mean, you out the airlock. I'll throw you yeah. out the air- airlock if she dies or whatever. And he, he <laughs> says, I think, and I can't remember exactly what Mal says to him, to Simon, but he says something about, like, you know, you better enjoy your last few hours that you have. And then yeah. Simon looks at him like, what do you mean? And he goes, Kaylee's dead. Kaylee's yeah. dead. And then it's just long,
1: and it's heart wrenching. It's oh, heart wrenching. Watching, you're like... like, "What? No!" You know. And then he runs down, and then they just like cuts to them all laughing in the cockpit, and they're all like, like "Wow, so Mal, you sense. really are a psychopath." <laughs>
0: well, it, it's bad too so, because it's like not only are they like it's it's a horrible joke to play on Simon to be kind of yeah. like welcome is welcome to the crew, but then also to the audience because like I mean. I mean, I loved Kaylee from the moment I, you know, from the moment you see her. She's like a little sweetheart. And you're just like, what? Kaylee's dead.
1: Like, my goodness. And so, cut cut to where we are now, where the second time that they really mess with them, it's like Jane's back in the ship. He's like, suit up, Simon. You know, we got to go aboard the ship. And then he like there's this whole like another slow motion scene where he's like really scared and going through the entryway to the ship turns the corner the entire crew's in the derelict with no suits on no masks <laughs> and, like Mouse just like what are you, what are you doing here and like what's with the suit Shane <laughs> just starts laughing at him <laughs> well so <laughs>
0: So the best quote or the quote that I love the most off of this one is the fact that um, so uh, once they figure out that Reavers have obviously been here, they um, Jane is actually in like the the kitchen or the galley area. And he's like gathering Mm -hmm. stuff up and he gets a radio call from Mal and Zoe and he's like and they're like, you know, hey, you need to get to the hold, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why? Well, he gets attacked from the back by something that you don't you don't see and when he gets attacked like you obviously can tell it's probably a person who attacks him and then it cuts back over to uh zoe and malcolm and they are like they're hearing the attack on uh on what's happening you know uh so they go they go running uh to go find jane well and then they show up to find jane and jane's like laying on the ground and he gets up and he's like uh they're like you know what attacked you and he's like i don't know
3: it came from behind it
0: was some something, something big you know something real big and it just attacked me and uh so then they end up finding this guy this like tiny skinny dude who looks just terrified and they're like they're like oh yeah he's um he's huge and Jane goes oh he looked bigger when i couldn't see him <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was such a good, like, uh, um, Simon messing with Jane moment. He's like, oh, yeah, it didn't look so big to me. <laughs> yeah. so he, he looked bigger when I couldn't see him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, and so this is actually the first time we see, well, actually, no, excuse me, the second time that we see uh, an Alliance cruiser, which, by the way, did you guys notice, like, the Alliance cruiser, it's such a weird looking ship design.
1: It's right? it's a nighthawk route it's a nighthawk router, actually, is what it is. Like a gaming router. <laughs> yeah, it does look like that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of when I see
0: it. <laughs> well, it is it's it's just strange because it's like I mean the, the ship design of like the the Serenity, for example, is kinda like it's a Firefly class, which It looks like it has like a bird's head is the is the bridge with a neck that comes down into a body. And then it's got two um, two like jet engine looking things that are sticking off the side. But then the very back of it is the Firefly engine, which I'm not sure Mm. like because I don't think they ever talk about what their like light speed or whatever is. I don't think they have a name for it, do they?
1: Did yeah, they, they definitely, they don't go into detail about how they travel so quickly. I think I read that, that there was never really any explanation for how they're able to traverse, or even the distances that they're traversing. So it's, I I kind of like that they keep it ambiguous, because I feel like, especially with like Star Wars, it just got so bogged down with like, oh, parsecs, and, and how fast can we in light speed, I feel like it was just kind of clutter. <laughs> you know, so...
2: Oh, yeah, because the, the Midichlorians just runs and bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excuse my language. Uh, it's okay. Well,
0: I mean, so it's, but it's interesting because, like, I think they call it they they don't actually call it anything. The, the, there's no like warp speed, you know, warp Scotty um, or anything like that. But they do. Um, they'll say stuff like, oh, you know, gross. if we burn hard enough, we can get there at this yeah. time or whatever or they'll say a hard burn or something like that um so as far as conventional like what they're using is fuel and and, and they also talk about running out of fuel so i don't know what they're using right.
1: um, horses yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know like um, patience is rolling in her grave
0: I, they're just using straight-up gunpowder, like, it's just <laughs> firing themselves across, which actually brings me to a whole other point. So this, this is the one thing that go. kind of bothered me uh, the entire show, was trying to figure out the weapons that they're firing. Like, are they firing normal, like, projectile bullet weapons? Because... Sometimes it seems like they are, but then sometimes you're like, pew, 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 pew. Why does it sound so weird? Did you guys notice that at all?
1: Um, I can, I can yeah. derail for a second to talk about something that happened in episode five that is directly related to this. Um, so they're in the, the scene when they're bringing the cattle in, you know, when they have all the cattle in the pen and they're going to make the deal, yeah. um, I was watching all the guns they use make laser noises, where all the guns previously made, you know, there's shotgun noises and handgun noises, but in this scene with the cows, it's all lasers. And I was like, oh, and maybe it's because they didn't want to scare the cows when they were actually filming. But then if you watch everybody, all the guns they're shooting are are shooting actual blanks. It's not CGI. So you can see, like, muzzle burst or muzzle flash, and, like, they're clearly shooting blanks from these from these guns. Right. And I was but like, the sound doesn't, it's not right. No, it's laser. Yeah. It's like lasers. It's like and this I, pew and, pew sound. And you're like, what is that? Yeah, And I, I thought it was so weird. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe they didn't want to scare the cows, but then they're shooting blanks, which would still sound exactly like a gunshot. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, to get off the tracks back to episode four, actually, um, when, uh, they're on the ship and, uh, uh, Badger, had, had this is whenever he was boarding to yep. try to talk up a good game, and mm-hmm. uh, Jane was up on top, like on the catwalk, oh, or, or I think sick, maybe even before the shotgun.
1: Oh, it's such a sick shotgun. Yeah,
2: he and whenever he uh, he uh, chambered around, it made it chambered with like laser sound. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, and I'm like, that's weird. What, what? What was that all about? Can we just say that well, they it's have, just like a shotgun? Like they have both
1: because. Yeah. I think that's what's going on is that there's like old tech and new
2: tech because, or also... maybe, maybe you can switch the sound on it. You know, maybe they have, you know, like switch phasers to stun, but this is yeah. just a sound
1: like switch phasers to stun.
0: <laughs> it's, it's weird though. Right. They I mean, come to. on. Like it's because even like, so for example, the, uh, the episode, our Mrs. Reynolds episode <laughs> six, uh, they have no. to like, they like, I, I, we're kind of jumping around now at this point. It's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but episode we're, six, we're, they talk about, uh, Jane talks about, this is my very favorite gun. I call her Yolanda or whatever, whatever the gun's name is. I can't remember. Um, is it Yolanda? No, it's definitely not. I can't remember. Uh, I'm sure a, I'll find the quote somewhere, but, uh, it's a
1: great name for a gun, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: they're going like, oh no, I actually found it. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to do the quote now. Uh, Jane, six men came to kill me one time, and the best of them carried this. It's a Callahan full-bore auto-lock customized trigger with a double cartridge thorough gauge. It's my very favorite gun. What? (laughs) Mal says she has a name, and Jane goes, so does this. I call it Vera. So, Vera is the name of Jane's very favorite gun. But during that That's episode.
1: That's a great name.
0: They you do they... such
2: a good Jane voice.
1: <laughs> well,
0: that one, like, the, the description of it uh, is just great because he's just like, you know, it's a Callahan full bore auto lock customized trigger with a double cartridge thorough gauge. Like, it's. So it's those, like aren't
1: that... even, those aren't even gun terms, are they? Yeah, I know, I know right? what all of that means. <laughs> Oh. Triple lock down the sights, uh, up over the top, underneath. <laughs> it has full
2: ADS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you use a controller, it'll get that uh, that that headlock real quick.
0: You know? <laughs> oh man, it's like I could just see Jane walking around, uh, like walking around in his room, just going like, "This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for fighting. This is for fun." <laughs> like- <laughs>
1: Yeah, he would. He, he would, would be definitely like that. do that. Yeah. Can um, Can we just spend the rest of the episode singing the Ballad of Jane?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, actually, I, I do want to contemplate uh <laughs> what could possibly be making these noises. So we we know that. So we can we let, let's go ahead and say that some of the guns have the ability to make these noises. Maybe they're operated in such a way that. It makes the mechanism smoother. So uh, they have those motorized sounds of some kind. But maybe there's also, they have conventional ammunition, but also, uh, you know, a type of high tech ammunition that maybe is similar. So it's still a shotgun shell, but it just has some. It, it, maybe it's it, the gunpowder that it uses is different and gives it a pew sound for whatever reason. Maybe, maybe they don't
0: have gunpowder. Maybe it's some sort of actual, like like a gas that's being forced that actually forces the projectile or something down
1: ground there. up a teeth <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah nothing nothing more disappointing than going to the shooting range and be like <laughs> well and it's weird too Got because it. like they sound <laughs> like they're shooting
0: guns but there's a laser like quality to the sound of the shot and it's not a full yeah. like you know, pew, 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 pew thing. It's, 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 yeah. it's, a it doesn't hybrid. sound like Star Wars. Like it's a hybrid yeah. between them. Right. It, it, it's, and that's why it's weird. Cause I kept trying to figure out like, um, but spoiler alert for part two of Firefly, one of the later episodes, they actually, um, they actually uh, go to steal the prototype of the first ever laser weapon that is from earth. That was, so they I'm do sure. have laser weapon technology. So they've got to have some sort... There must be some sort of... has got to be some sort of hybrid thing going on. But my whole point about bringing up Jane's favorite gun, though, was the fact that because during mm-hmm. that episode... And we got sidetracked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like we keep just getting sidetracked, <laughs> which is completely fine. Uh, sure. But they talked about how they needed to... Um, uh, the ship was going to get caught in this, like, electro magnet like electrical field that catches ships like to salvage them or whatever and so they're going they're like hey we need to shoot the breaker with jane's gun at like through space and then jane's like i mean i can i can hit the shot but the uh the gun needs oxygen to be able to fire that's in episode
1: six right uh yes because that's a, maybe our... maybe we should wait maybe we should wait for that because that's the That's like the deciding moment in that episode. Oh, true that. True that. So, Uh, yeah, I agree. And
2: (laughs) with that point, um, before we go there, I'd like to make a callback to episode one because um, uh, just on the just on the notion of guns and their capabilities, Mm -hmm. and the humor that they bring. Um, So in this (laughs) instance, uh, the (laughs) the lawman (laughs) shoots Kaylee, right? Abby, and it was yeah yeah D- dobby and it <laughs> dobby. was the, it was such a devastating thing like i was like holy crap like she she looked really messed up and then um uh they were having the trouble with what was going on outside yep and then so so then they they finally restrained him there or whatever and then he he somehow gets into power again right like he he uh he gets jane to He talks Jane, uh, uh, talks some sweet nothings into Jane's ear. Yeah, and he
1: somehow cuts his restraints, yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and I remember him walking to the infirmary and he he just comes around the corner points the gun at uh, at Kaylee and is like, I'll shoot you in the head this time if you (laughs) move. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I was like, that that just sucks. Like, I'd hate to be her. Like, you see the guy that just shot you, he was (laughs) restrained and everything, and he got a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, that was was all I had for that. And then when he
0: says that to her, you're just like, God, what a dick. Like, at that point, you're just, like, waiting for him to die. And then it's so satisfying when Mal shoots him in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Okay, so back to episode three, bushwhacked. Yeah, yeah where were we? I don't um, remember. But uh, oh yes, yeah, so Jane gets hit in the back, and he's like, he was bigger when I couldn't see him. Um, I think, yeah, it's- and, and then and
1: and so at that point, they're they're on the ship, and an alert comes or there's an alarm, and they think it's the Reavers, and they all go back to the bridge and look out, and it's the Alliance, like star destroyer basically like the, the the mega ship um the alliance ship shows up and they're caught in the tractor and forced to board because they're looking for the siblings yeah
0: well and it was interesting about that too was the fact that like they they made this statement on the bridge of the alliance ship uh the captain or whoever was like um hey didn't we have a um uh... Didn't we have an alert about a Firefly class at some point? And then the guy pulls it and he says, "Yeah, it looks like there's two fugitives aboard." And it says, "What are they fugitives yep. for?" It says, "Like, oh, it doesn't. It it just says it's classified. There's no picture or anything." And he's like, "He's like, all right, well, we'll just shoot them then. Like, if we find them, we're just gonna shoot them. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, and that like when he shows when that commander shows up on the ship, he's like such a." I mean that guy's doing his job great he shows up he's like where are the siblings? you know he's not messing around even though he doesn't know what's going on <laughs> oh
0: but how right. how like how epic of a hiding job do they do oh, with river yeah. and, and simon like they put them in spacesuits and have them literally clinging to the outside of the ship while the ship is being ransacked
1: by the alliance
0: yeah. looking for them. i love
1: I love that scene too, because his helmet is clearly over the top of the, the windshield. <laughs> like all um, I had to do is look, look out all... the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also it's a great scene because you get river looking out into space and, and you can tell she's kind of like, she's, she's feeling and positing the whole feeling of, of space and seeing the stars. And, and Simon just looks over and like almost gets sick and just has to look back. <laughs> like He's so scared of it.
2: Yeah. I couldn't imagine a... being there like, Oh man! Not really attached to anything but your own grip strength. <clears throat> like
1: uh, I've just... seen so many space shows where it's like the scary, you know, the scariest thing I could ever imagine is being like cut loose from your tether and floating until you freeze yeah. to death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's so scary. Well, and you think about it too, because you would think like, oh, they could just let go, but you got to think that they are. They are holding on to a ship that is attached to another ship that is moving through space. Like so, even yeah, they're going they, like, like they're
1: probably going thirty thousand miles an hour, right? Or so it's like, like if they just like let it.
0: go, they they would just like get passed by everything so fast that, you know, yeah. even though they're like sort of sitting
1: there, um, <laughs> which is it's it's so just crazy. It's so... There was a great anime series called Planetes, I think. And it was it was about space trash collectors who are these people that would go into like the Earth orbit and collect space like trash space debris so that it wouldn't mess up satellites. And that was like a huge plot point for the show is like if you become disconnected and you're just floating off. Uh, anyways, great show. I recommend it to everybody listening. Go watch it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm being paid by Planetes. I got ten dollars. <laughs> there you go. I'm sure uh, so I'll, the guy, share, I'll share with you
0: guys $3 a piece. <laughs> I'll keep the extra dollar. There you go. That's a finder's <laughs> fee. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the guy who ends up attacking Jane on the ship uh, was... Um, he was taken over onto the uh, onto the Alliance ship with them, because he... I can't remember. Oh, so he starts mutilating himself in like they have him they have him sedated and stuff and put him into the into the uh, infirmary and while he's in the infirmary he gets loose and sort of uh... <clears throat> starts mutilating himself, cutting his own tongue. Uh, yeah, he cuts his tongue in half.
1: Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, which is like,
0: ugh. And then of course <laughs> then of course it makes like the alliance guys be like, oh, so this is what you do when you're quote unquote saving people, huh? Is you you know, it makes it look like they're a bunch of like torturous like villains and they're they're like, whoa, what? <laughs> and um so they go onto the onto the ship. Yeah. And while yeah, they're on the crazy. ship like questioning everybody uh, the guy, the guy who was there with the Reavers, he huh, he yeah. just starts killing a bunch of people, and he actually makes it back to, back to the ship. And Mal, I've got a couple quotes here between. It's Captain. Yeah, Mal Marcus, knows, and Mal knows, Mal knows what's going going he, on. Like you better get him or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and it says, uh, I've got a couple quotes here between. Mal and Harkin about the darkness that you talked about earlier. It says Yeah. Mal says Yeah,
1: this I think what I was thinking of, yeah.
0: Mal says, uh that poor bastard you took off my ship, he looked right into the face of it. Was made to stare. <laughs> Harkin said, It yeah. and he said the and Mal says, the darkness. Kind of darkness where you can't even imagine. Blacker than space, it moves through. Harkin says very poetic. Mal said, they made him watch. He probably tried to turn away and they wouldn't let him. You call him a survivor, he's not. A man comes up against that kind of will, the only way to deal with it, I suspect, is to become it. And that's where, like, all of a sudden you kind of have the realization that the Reavers are much more scary than they already are if they're able to have somebody turn into a Reaver just by watching what they did.
1: Right which is, yeah. and, like ah and whether and whether we wanted it or not we stepped into a war with the cabal on mars but um the uh yeah it's it's really dark <laughs> um it's really dark to to think about what what the reaver's made him you know this i mean the guy's clearly insane you know and and he like basically became a reaver because his all of his humanity was stripped away and you know, by by what he probably watched these people do to his friends and family i'm assuming yeah yeah Uh, um, i don't know what yeah what it's like really dark uh like actually lighting wise dark when when mal eventually so so, uh, I'll, i'll i'll follow up or catch up with the story they um the commander is a is finally convinced by mal to let mal lead him onto the serenity to help search but at the same time we've got simon and river who have c- since come back into the ship and are hiding in the ship so you have this crazy tension where you're like simon and river are on the ship and this crazy guy is on the ship and so you're worried about them confronting each other and the
0: whole time now mal- knows something's going on and keeps trying yeah. to get simon to not go into the uh into the right. kitchen like no don't in, go in there. Yes.
1: Yes. And in my mind that's what saves them is that like River knows exactly where this guy is so they're able to hide from him. Um and, this is also I think know, the
0: first time you get a glimpse into River's got like some tel- abilities yeah. because Telecities of all the some sort of like mind te- reading or
1: telepathy I think is the right word. Yeah, um, which is
0: crazy but you know like Yeah. So you sort of see that like oh this could come in handy, you know, but at the same time, it's also, it doesn't help people um,
2: get along you with know, her any better, already. you know. Well, <laughs> uh, I kind of like how they represented it in that, because she, she's kind of, she kind of seems incoherent. Like, she's just kind of like, grab it onto him and just kind of like, no, no, don't, you know, and, and and Simon's just like, what are you doing? You're, you're being all crazy again that's a like, great,
1: it's a great point. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. She was, I don't know. She's been twitchy from the start.
1: And I think in the way that I kind of perceive it at that point is that, is that she's, you know, she, she'd been in this institution or the Institute, if Stephen King was writing it, but um <laughs> you know, where she like constantly being, uh, tested on and and made to go through all this crazy stuff and she's she's clearly got powers inherently but you know because there's a quote from uh simon where he's trying to convince his parents that she's writing in code through these letters and he's like she's been correcting my spelling since she was three years old and, you know she's clearly like a genius, and she's now like just out of this institute or this this camp or whatever they call it. And so it's like she's unbridled; she's not um, sedated in any way. So she's getting all of these this noise and all of these voices. It's I guess it's like if the force was a scary screaming thing, you know, like in, in Star Wars, people can hear the like the cry of planets and the the cry of life. You know, she hears just everything at a screaming volume. And so it's like, that's why she like that actress is also so good at like instantly switching uh, moods. And uh, I think it's great for the character because it's if I was hearing. Oh, yeah. She she goes from everything around me. Almost like yeah. a
0: schizophrenic, I'm hearing voices into a perfectly normal conversation within yeah. a moment's time. And you're sure. like, or especially like when she does it to Badger and uh, in actually the next episode, Shindig, uh when she does it to him and, yeah. and does his accent and stuff and totally convinces him that she is from where he's from. and. Like, it's such yeah. a good job on that. Her acting
1: was very good in this whole thing. Yeah, I also said actress earlier. I, I should say actor. That's more appropriate to say. <laughs> Everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, but... <clears throat> so they end up catching... Or not catching... Uh, so Mal ends up having to save the life of uh, Captain Harkin. And... Uh, you know, because the, um, the Reaver guy basically jumps on him and like kills like two or three other soldiers. Um, and then so Mal has to save him. And I thought this was uh, the last line of the show of the episode was uh, Jane said, you saved his Goram life and he still takes the cargo. And Mal says, hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> I know, right? They, they say Goram all the time, which is funny. Family
1: friendly podcast. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: Uh, but he says that, and then Mal says he had to, couldn't let us profit, wouldn't be civilized. He's <laughs> you know, like, uh, so yeah, a lot, it's, a lot man. more of a dark, uh, not as a, not as funny of an episode, but a lot of dark stuff yeah. happening in that one. Uh, but like you said earlier, really just underlined how much we should be afraid of the Reavers. Um, in this yeah. episode, and yeah, that's it, it, that's episode three. Uh,
1: bushwhack what what are, we, what are we an hour two hours in and, and we're on episode three
0: yeah i mean we've been <laughs> bouncing around quite a bit we're actually at an hour and 45 minutes uh yeah. so we need to kind of quickly go through uh shindig safe and um oh geez there's four more <laughs> episodes
1: yeah do you, do you want to just do you want to just do like one more episode and then i because what what are there there's 14 episodes
0: yeah there are 14 episodes um i think we should talk about shindig at at length just because i think it's a very yeah uh, it's a big one it's a big one and it's hilarious and then as far as uh as far as episodes five and six um there's not a whole lot that really happens in them yeah we can just kind of just talk about our favorite parts and then um and then episode seven, which is JaneStown, we can talk a little bit more about that one. Uh <laughs> Janestown will be its own episode. <laughs> um, Jane is the best. <laughs> so episode four though, the Shindig, uh Inara, which we haven't really talked about her a whole lot. Uh, Inara is the yeah. is the companion, the bona fide companion. Which is a consort. Yeah, it's very interesting because this whole idea of like uh, Serenity is given a a status of legitimacy because they have a a, a companion on board their ship. So Anara actually rents one of the shuttles to go and do her businesses. Well, <laughs> and no...
1: Mal is like madly in love with her. Oh, absolutely.
0: Like... He he loves her to death. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah there's so much yeah. like let's dare i say sexual tension between those two characters the entire show but it's really it's exciting <laughs> yeah it's like it's funny though because Anara's character yeah. when we say companion is basically a prostitute like in, in the most horror, if you will. Yeah, I mean oh,
1: Malcolm. Riddles. In the words, in the words of Mal, <laughs> yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm Reddles, Captain
2: Malcolm Hudson, son of a. So, so there's part the of the gold. sexual tension between <laughs> <of> Mal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's I'm sexual sorry. tension between Mal and Inara. and then we have to talk about the sexual tension between Inara and everyone else. Kaylee,
1: Kaylee, yeah. Um, I was this about to which, say? Kaylee. Which gets. Which honestly gets brushed under the rug so fast, and I was so bummed because I loved their relationship in like the first two episodes. Where you know, like they're they're so oh, they, they love each other so much. And, it, and you know, I but I I, it, I
0: don't really think that there's a whole lot of sexual tension between Kaylee and Inara. I think it's more like
3: yeah,
1: guess, I guess. I mean, there might be a little bit, but I think it's. More I think of, I think that it. I think that it was on the. I think it was on the path to be that way but it like maybe didn't fit the story or it was like I don't know too edgy or something for early 2000s TV I don't know who knows but I, I mean I that may have kind of been of a
0: story lore. arc at some point but I I I, I yeah. almost looked at it more as almost like a big sister little sister love like not even yeah yeah yeah. that works
2: yeah yeah C- kind of like a big sister little sister but they kiss <laughs> <Good>. <laughs>
1: we're not, it's, it's, like not a, it's like a very <laughs> incestuous uh, big abort sister, abort abort <laughs> abort <So do> you, <laughs> we're
2: gonna go ahead edit, and get, you, uh, you, you, you can edit this part this. out um oh no it, it's, staying. it's staying. it's <laughs> staying let's do two seconds
1: <laughs> of silence so we can edit this <laughs> <Psych>! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man but man, then again uh, mr griff at? then again i will say at the <laughs> same time the character of kaylee it's it, she almost has this little sister vibe with literally everybody else. Also, even when she's trying to provide her own sexual tension between her and Simon. Yeah, like I, I don't know, Which, It's, it's oh, just funny to me. I, I love Kaylee. All right, so
1: I I, I like. Yeah, her I character. was I was I was uh, commenting. Me and me and Kajunga were watching the. Uh like the last two episodes kind of on like a speed run. And I was like, Oh, here we go. We got like another scene with Simon and Kaylee. Oh, like things aren't going great. Oh, things are back to Oh, things are not going great. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, Jane just smashed some guy's head at the bottom of a statue. Okay. Well, so uh, kind of get us back on track
0: here with uh, the shin. Oh, uh, so we've got, sorry, an sorry it's who's... getting late. It's all good uh Anara who like I said is hired by Atherton Wing who is like mm-hmm. uh so basically it seems like yeah. in today in in our real life society it seems like prostitutes a lot of times are you know like the the street walkers and stuff like that where it's like the clientele aren't
1: yeah I think it's like a fancy super
0: sophisticated you know what I mean like it's kind of like but in the world of Firefly it seems like uh the highest echelons of society are the ones that are gonna be ordering the 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 companion uh service. But also, I, I mean it, it, it's very yeah, interesting it's... because the companions actually choose the suitors. Like they don't just yeah. go, oh anybody who can pay will go hang
1: out with you, let's say. Um it but yeah, which yeah. is definitely happens in real life. You know, there's a there's a a, a high society in that scene, you know, and it's, um, I, I'm glad that they portrayed it in the light that they did where it's empowering to the, cause like, you know, there's nothing wrong with a sex worker, you know? <laughs> and it's, uh, it, I, I'm glad that they painted it. In, in that light where... Yeah,
0: very much they have the power. It's not, it's not the yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Just because you... And we find out, I mean, a lot right here in this episode because this guy, Atherton Wing, he, you know, very influential person and... Very he, cool guy. Yeah, very, cool very guy. suave and very, uh, yeah. you know, <clears throat> take you to the best balls and whatnot. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, he, but we find out very quickly that he's kind of a crude... Um, dare I say, kind of a douche. and Yeah, he's a, he's the see you next Tuesday, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> and so they get there and it was funny because beforehand uh, before like Anara was getting ready to go to this ball and this party and stuff and uh, her and Mal were talking about it and Mal's like, oh, it doesn't seem like a place I'd ever show my face in, which is very funny because Mal accepts a job from Badger. <laughs> Again. It's so, to it's go to point. the same party to go try to get a job from uh I forget the name of the uh The Sash. Yeah, the 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 guy who's like I'm don't you recognize right. the Sash? I am Sir to I am, you. <laughs> I
1: have his name written down here.
0: The
2: Sash means lordship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lordship. Uh oh, Sir Warwick Harrow.
1: Warwick Harrow, yeah. He's yeah. a cool guy. He's a good um,
0: character. So it's kind of interesting too, because uh, before all this happens, when they first get to, and this is back on Persephone again. So when they first yep. get there, uh, everyone's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take off and 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 look for some stuff." And they pass a shop, and I remember, uh, Kaylee was really infatuated with this frilly dress, like this pink poofy with lots of uh, lots of lace. And stuff like just this, almost like Victorian age dress. And I think
1: Mal calls it a, a wedding cake at one point.
0: Yeah, and, and Mal. It's funny because everyone's sort of like laughing at Kaylee, uh, like like Jane's like you know, you know, what are you gonna rut and do with something like that? And you uh, grease monkey or <laughs> you know.
3: And
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Mal. Well, Mal's also Mal's also really jealous because they're talking about like inaro wearing the stuff. And he's like getting more and more frustrated. And Then he says some like really insensitive stuff to to Kaylee. Yeah, he's basically and, like you know
0: like what are you going to do in that get up? You're just going to you know put it on and walk around the engine bay like and which yeah. really hurts Kaylee's feelings. And that's where Definitely. you know it, you're just kind of like uh, like dude, let her wear a dress. Yeah, it's Calm like she, she's a girl. Like, <laughs> like come <laughs> right? on. But it's also like this it's first. That bad? It's kind of like this first time that you're like. Oh, wait, Kaylee, you know, as a character is more than, you know, the grease monkey mechanic chick. She's, yeah. you know, she wa- she likes the finer things in life. You know, she enjoys eating a strawberry with, you know, a face Love that she makes when she bites a strawberry. Is kind of like, whoa. <laughs> uh, <I forgot. laughs>
1: I'll be right back, guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, okay. I-, I actually have an alternate theory for the whole dress thing, though. I don't think... I don't think he was saying these things to Kaylee because, uh, like, he was upset at uh, like anything in particular Inara. about. Or sorry, yeah, Anara. I think it was rather he he wanted to. Uh, he he actually had wore this dress at one point, <laughs> and he wasn't complimented on it. I, I think yeah, that's what it was. I, no, that, that, everyone's like, "Oh, look how beautiful it. she is," and so he's just like, "Oh, you're oh, just gonna you're go right. around the engine bay and you're gonna look all good and strut your stuff." I never because even he about tried that, that and it didn't work. Oh jeez, yeah. what a I, I, I think I so think wait, that wait, that's wait,
0: what it was. Out. So so time out. So the episode, our Mrs. Reynolds, when when him and Jane are dressed up in dresses. <laughs> that was actually supposed to happen oh, yeah. before the shindig and it didn't go well. So that's why Mal is complete. <laughs> that's such a good, theory. Uh, I, yeah. lo- I love that that tied in. Like, I love that we were able to do that.
1: <laughs> I just threw away all the tinfoil I had on my head. Cause I love that theory. <laughs>
0: oh, that's great. Well, so it's <laughs> funny because now all of a sudden they meet with Badger and they're like, Oh, we have to go, uh, <laughs> you know, we have to go to this this uh the shindig. And so they go, but then Mal, sorta of to make it up to Kaylee, actually ends up taking Badger's money, buying that dress for Kaylee, and having Kaylee escort him to uh to the party. So they get to the party and Kaylee like is just like she's twitter pated, let's say, over Everything that's going on, she loves being at this party. It's so, uh, you know, it's it's so fancy. They have a hovering chandelier. I don't know if you guys caught that, but a uh, they have a yeah. hovering chandelier. So apparently, they have hovercraft technology in uh, this universe as well. Even though other people are using horse-drawn carriages, but you know, they have hover- <laughs> yeah. hovercraft chandeliers on Persephone. <laughs>
1: and, and another, like another great thing about that that whole scenario is like it's another example first of all where we're like oh mal like what an ass you know and then he comes through with like why don't you come to this ball with me like it's hit like he totally even though it's yeah even though it's serving his own interests he still like makes it good for her and then you know she walks up to those those uh, those women that are uh kind of snobby and that that cool old guy shows up and he's like I heard that you sleep around and stuff and like embarrasses <laughs> that woman. And like, and then the whole rest of her oh, time yeah. at the ball. Oh, I have the, the I girl, have the huh?
0: quote. Yeah. I have the quote right here for it. Uh, Do it. it says, yeah. and it literally says a character's name of distinguished old man. It says, why? Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah, what it. It says. Distinguished old man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, uh, cause Kaylee's talking, uh, talking to these three girls and they're kind of making fun of her. And sh- the distinguished old man says, why? Banning Miller. What a version! Of, what a ver... Or, ah, excuse me. What a vision you are in your fine dress. It must have taken a what dozen a slaves, a are. dozen days to get you into that getup. Of course, your daddy tells me it takes the space of a schoolboy's wink to get you out of it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which oh, is just like,
3: oh, sss, yeah, oh, sss,
0: oh. got him. <laughs> you know, it, it
2: took like... me a little bit to realize that was an insult. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. up until that very moment, I was like is this a compliment? And, and then at the end, I realized, no, yeah. no, that was
1: not. <laughs> and, and she spends like the whole rest of the ball, just like surrounded by all these nerds. that are like, Oh my God, tell me about ships. And that one guy goes to ask her about a dance. And the other guy's like, wait, Nope, we're not done talking about ships yet. And they're like, Oh, will like have a jovial laugh. <laughs> Which is funny because you
0: would think like this whole, this whole like high society thing that she'd be completely, out of her element, and you sort of think that's where it's going to go with the whole them making fun of her, and she ends up being oh, like the most yeah. popular person there because everyone's like, "Whoa, you're awesome! Great
1: dress! Yeah, you're, you're also pretty hot." Like, like let's there's talk so many engines. people. Let's talk shop. Yeah, there's there's so many people at that ball that just like hate the whole scene, and they're like, "Finally, <laughs> somebody cool ship. to talk to." Yeah, <laughs> like let's talk ships. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> well, so then the the best. The
0: best thing to ever happen uh, to Mal, which is just funny. Like, so this whole time, Mal constantly tells Anora that she's a whore to her face constantly throughout the entire, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, throughout the entire uh, first parts of the episode. So uh, we have <laughs> Atherton, um, uh, Wing. Yeah, a- Atherton. Wing. Yeah, Atherton Wing. Yeah. He's there with Anara, so they see each other, and Inara's like, "Why are you here?" Basically, and Mal's like, uh, "Sir, would you know you're such a gentleman? Would I, would I, could I have Inara for a dance or something like that?" And the Atherton's like, "Sure." Well, then later on, Atherton uh, comes up and grabs Anara's arm, and basically is like, "We've got it. We, it's time for us to go." And Mal's like, "Whoa, whoa, fella, you know, might want to be a little more gentle with the lady." And, uh, Atherton, and I don't have the quote here. It actually doesn't have it here, uh, for me, but it says that, uh, Atherton makes a statement like, I paid for her. This is my time. It doesn't matter how you dress her up. She's still a, and he goes to say whore before he can say that, uh, Mal punches him in the face, and knocks him on the ground. So now, in the middle of this like high society ball, there there is a brawl that starts to happen, uh, or not really a brawl, but like uh, you know, Weirdish, faces are being initiate. punched. Yeah, and Mal, the duel. yeah, and well, and then Mal even says because uh, Mal's like, oh, because it kind of turns out to be kind of like one of my parties, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Atherton you know. jumps up and he goes immediately. He goes, I accept. And then Mal's like, Wait, what's happening? <laughs> And he says, um, uh, "Where where is it at?" Oh, he says, "Like uh, you know, like I accept your, your your you know your your challenge to to a to a duel." And Mal goes, "Oh, a fight? Yeah, sure, I'll fight you. That's fine." And then he goes, "At dawn." He's like, "Well, why not do it right now?" And they go, "We'll we'll fight at dawn." And then something is said about a sword, and Mal's like, "A
1: what?" Yeah. Obviously, oh, oh no! This is this is the best quote ever. This is the best quote ever. He yeah. He goes, yeah. He's like, you're going to need a sword tomorrow. He's like, I'm gonna need a sweat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: you, you know, I, and I, and I'll say, uh, I didn't realize till around this moment that um, Mal actually, it seemed like Mal actually uh, liked Enara. Um, I actually thought that there was some disdain and I couldn't really figure out the backstory as to why. Uh, like, cause Mal, you know, he's always talking uh, about her in terrible ways. And I just thought that that was really odd. Like if, if he actually liked her, like that's just really strange. Cause I mean, he's going in hard all the time. And, and I mean, if you like someone, I, I mean, I feel like there's a limit to the things you say. And it seemed like he had no problem saying some of the things that he said no filter. Yeah. It's like the...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it's like, you know, it's like the tough guy thing. You know, he doesn't want to show too much emotion, but you can tell that he like cares about nobody more than this woman. You know, So it's like, yeah, there's, I... defi-
2: there's,
1: yeah.
0: Well, it's funny because even, even Inara says later on, um, when she's, she goes to see Mal because he has to be sequestered basically. Um that way he he doesn't leave and when he's being sequestered, she comes to see him to kind of help training him a little bit on how to use a sword because apparently Atherton is like this renowned swordman, swordsman and has killed you know killed like twelve Good people deal. you know
1: yeah <laughs> like
0: and it's like oh <laughs> this has happened before apparently um has killed yeah
2: you know. uh, well in that whole scene or just just the the Lord uh is it Harrow? um or sir harrow warwick
1: Warwick harrow yep
2: so he was just he was pretty much like telling mal he's like oh yeah like yeah he he he, like he's just calmly explaining this to him and pretty much telling mal like you know you're probably gonna die um because he he's in it he's a really good swordsman and like there's just no way that you're actually gonna survive he's Mm -hmm. he's done this for years um so (laughs) you are going to die (laughs) yeah did you just being straight up with him just saying, hey, like, it was good. Um, you know, I appreciate what we've talked about. Uh, it, it was just so strange. Like, it, it was like this, this is a literal, this is just how it is. And you have no choice yeah. but to accept it. And emotions don't necessarily, or the way they ha- handle emotions, I guess, would be different yep. um, on this planet. And, and he tells him at fun. the ball.
1: Yeah, he tells him at the ball, too. You know, he's like, you've gained my favor by punching that guy in the face. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. you unfortunately you are contractually obligated to uh, fight to the death. So, like, if you win, you've got the contract. If you die, oh, well. You know, yeah, so it's-
2: and you're probably
1: going to die. You're probably going <laughs> to. You're guaranteed to die, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah when, and they make that quote, like, that he has, he's killed, you know, you know, twelve men or twelve good men have died on his sword or something like that, or on his long blade <laughs> is what they said. Uh, yeah, but it's it, so literally the funniest part of the whole. I mean, this whole episode is another one of those. Like, I'm just laughing the entire time. But um, yeah, it's so, good. so they actually get to where to the actual fight, and uh, so uh, Atherton actually. Uh, does this thing where he he puts his hands behind his back, and you know is not showing the sword, and is like, oh no, don't fall for that, and Mal totally charges in, and then he does this weird like spin move, and he stabs you know he stabs Mal on the side, and gets him real good, and then uh, after that, Mal basically like tackles him. <laughs> Like
1: almost with well, well, uh, well, uh, yeah. Anara does the distraction. She's like, "No, I will be yours." I, and and at that moment, oh yeah, because she Mouse tells like- she tells Atherton like,
0: "I will stay with you. I will be you know." Because he he had yep. made this offer almost, I, I would assume, as marriage or to be like a live-in companion he, at
1: the at the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he proposes it. Yeah,
0: and. He's like, you know, if you spare him or whatever, and then Mal's kind of like runs in and puts him on the ground. And, and Mal, so Mal has him in a position where like he's, you know, Atherton is going to die. And um <laughs> Sir Warwick's like, you have to finish him. It's, it you disgrace the man by leaving him alive. And Mal has a great, great line uh where Mal says, mercy is the mark of a great man. And then he stabs Atherton in the stomach. And he goes... <laughs> guess I'm just a good man. And then he stabs him again and he goes, I good mean, man. I'm all
2: right. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. And, and, and it's not even like, he doesn't just like put it through his abdomen. He just, just like the tip. He just kind of gives him a good jab. Yeah, like it
0: just gives him just, ah! the tip, like, just like, yeah. <laughs> just so the he survived. Tip. And, but yeah, he's
2: just, just stabs him twice while he's on the ground. Um, And that was another thing actually that uh, like the way they did that, the way they were like, you're, you're just like, how could you leave him alive? Like you're dishonoring him. This is this is not how we do things. And even Atherton was was pretty much like he wasn't like begging to kill kill me, but he's like you know what are you doing? Like I I'm obviously in the unfavorable position. This right. is where you know my life ends. And I, I and just and found you, that really interesting.
1: And especially what an asshole though for for like. Ah uh, yes, uh, you can be my personal consort. Come and live with me. Like, what is that? You know, right, it's, like it's like, it's not really a marriage like you, proposal. Yeah, or... you're you're not like you're not like my beloved wife. You're not somebody that means something to me. You're just like this piece of meat that I really love and would love to keep you around. Yeah, I think it's so scummy, and I'm glad that.
0: Well, and I'm so what ends up happening too, and this was another look into like how the how the whole uh, companion thing works is. Atherton actually, like, stands up as Anara as is sort of helping uh, Mal off the field, and he says, like, you'll never, you'll never work again, you know, I'm, I'm telling everybody or something, and she turns around yep. and says, uh, I'm sorry, that's not how it works, you've now earned a black mark in the, uh, in, in the companion books or something like that, so no other companion, <laughs> will, like, no other companion will ever, <laughs> ever work with you again, and, and, <laughs> Sir yeah, Warwick, we, says, it's so funny because he's just like, like ah, <laughs> oh, so you'll have to use your uh, stunning personality to get women. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, that <laughs> was good awesome. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was
2: great. I, and that was another thing that I'm like that the the whole dynamic was just strange. Like, oh, you've lost this game. Now you cannot wed a ship's companion and now you're blacklisted from wedding ships companions uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like it's like you
0: know so not only has he been dishonored by not being killed by the man who's like mercy is a great mark of a man but also it's another a whole nother insult to injury to be like you know you can't you can't hang out with the high class horse anymore <laughs>
1: Man, I'll 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 tell you a little bit of a derail. I'll keep it short, but like when I used to play music in Atlanta, if we ever played gigs with with bands that were assholes, we would reach out immediately to all our regular spots and be like, "Don't hire this guy." Like I, I've definitely blacklisted somebody before, and it's it's a good feeling.
2: <laughs> yeah, if somebody's with great, being power a real, comes great responsibility. It's
1: true, but if someone's being a real jerk, you know you don't want to put. Uh, you know, in our example, you don't want to put uh, venue owners through any kind of shenanigans and hardships. So you do. You just put the word out, and you're like, "Don't hire these guys because they they screwed up." <laughs> and it's a It's a great way for people to look out for each other. And, uh, yeah,
0: I mean, and it's sort of like you said uh, in this context, where you know, it seems like the uh, the companions are sort of able to a as a as an organization, they
1: look out for each other. The whores union, we call it.
0: <laughs> oh, Sorry, no great. That's great uh, union. Y-
1: you can edit that out. I think there was enough silence, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nope, staying in. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I stay yeah, fine.
2: And, and whenever I say a great union, I just mean like, you know, we're, i i i i like that people are able to find jobs and make a living for themselves that's right that's all i yeah. meant by that
1: and 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 be and be safe too is just what seems like there seems like they look out for each other which is good usually yeah in the, world of, in the yeah. world of firefly <laughs> in the world of firefly and in the world of like yeah I uh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> so I think that
0: uh, so we did not get through as much as what I had hoped to get through on episode on, on part one here um, uh, four four episodes. It's just so good though. Uh, so I think what we'll do is we'll actually wrap it up here. Um, That's good. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have any have any final thoughts on uh, anything that we talked about? Anything that you guys that we missed that you guys wanted said? Uh, um, I'll was. just say
2: that I really enjoyed listening to you guys uh talk about it um there was a lot that like you two seem to be kind of in the zone and understanding some of the the finer aspects of it that i haven't even thought of so i'd like think of i'd be like oh yeah i think i'm gonna say something here and then you'd pretty much like cover the base of everything and explain it a little bit more. And then I'd be like, wait, wait, well now I have a different question and it would, it would, it would keep uh, evolving like that. Um, Nice. So I enjoyed it just as much of being a part of it. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. That's the whole point. I think that's great.
0: That's all part of the show is in enjoying the media that we're, we're listening to and watching and, you know, like discussing it in like, this is
2: all part of the fandom. All right. Well, enough ego rubbing. Did you have anything, Shay? <laughs> uh, like, did I really? Did I really.
1: I really appreciated how you uh, uh, boosted my ego. That was huge for me. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't welcome. think I have. <laughs> I don't think I have too much to say. Other, than I just got to shout out our boy uh, Lawrence Dobson again. He's <laughs> you know he's probably probably the the number one character in the show um do, do you want me to do uh sh- shout outs for myself right now Ryan? yeah I go ahead uh,
0: if you have any shout outs uh we do that uh, at the end of the show so yeah go ahead and uh, if you got any shout outs personally that you want to give out uh go ahead nope i'm all good
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kind <gotta> of leave <laughs> no you, you can find me at, at adam of Shea on twitter uh and uh I, and that's I all one word Yes, uh, A D A M O F S H A Y. Uh, I stream sometimes on Twitch, but not regularly enough to. Well, I guess I did mention it, but yeah, that's about that's, that's about it for me. If you see
0: him, go, uh, you know, just you know, yell brother at him, and, and but yeah. but specifically, you have to yell it at him like brother, you know, and yeah, then give.
1: You know, give me all of your Hogan and Macho Man impersonations. I want them all. That's right. Slide into my slide into my DMs with those Macho Man impersonations.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of sliding into your DMs, did you did you see the uh, the Twitter thread that was happening after I uh, said that I that I slid into your DMs? no i'll have to look at that Yeah, clumsy d was totally like were there nudes involved and i was like oh my here we go
1: not not yet clumbo not yet (laughs) clumbo Uh,
2: (laughs) that's awesome uh, that's great i can't wait to see that man again what's going on clumbo i love that Uh, man he's a great guy
0: he is absolutely. Oh Yes. Yeah,
1: so I, I guess shout out to at clumsy D uh, I think he's on Twitch. <laughs> clumsy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's not paying me enough for this. A <laughs> Good deal. All, All right. right Zach, definitely. You shout any... out. Oh, go ahead. Um, uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks so much for having me on. It was a blast. Um, we got through more episodes than I thought we were going to. And I was kind of, I was kind of excited about that. It was like, Oh, they're going to have to keep having me back for like six episodes in a row. So um, so far my plan is pretty much. It's actually funny how
0: quick you can summarize something, but at the same time, how much time (laughs) it takes to actually summarize it. Like, uh, cause I felt like, um, I, I felt like, you know, When we talked about uh, the train job episode, we were just like, yep, train job. That was it. Niska was crazy and um, he got kicked into a turbine. Moving on. Yeah. uh, So it is. And I guess it's actually a direct result on how much, you know, how much an episode affected us personally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So and uh, no, it was a good time. So uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, Zach, did you have any shout outs?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, well, first I wanted to say, um, I thought, I, I I think that having Shay on was pretty cool. Um, we, I I liked, we, we talked before this episode, how we're, you know, we kind of plan out exactly what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to run through all seven episodes in a couple of hours and uh, I did a little bit of a time check and I was like, hey, where were we at? And this was towards the end of uh, episode three and whenever we we're bouncing around between uh, the other like 10 episodes. And it was like, we're at an hour and a half. And I was like, oh yeah, well, we have like four more episodes to go, you know? Like, I don't know if this is gonna happen. But, and, uh, but I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm kind of excited for it. Um, like, I, I hope sure. that our listeners uh, enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, and as far as my shout outs go um i'd love to shout out my wife um i like to keep that tradition going from here and uh, until the end of rotm Woo. uh <clears throat> and uh, i'd like to shout out to shaytheon thank you for joining us um i thought it was great i didn't realize how much of a background you already had on watching the show before and that you were a previous fan of it so Again, like it was great hearing your guys' perspective. Um, I'm a new watcher of this show; like, this is the first time I ever heard of it um, or I've seen it. Uh, so that that was it was a good experience. All done.
0: <laughs> uh, we going to have that tradition going as well they all done uh excellent well thank you guys so much uh for for doing this episode especially uh you shay i appreciate uh like i said it was short notice i uh, reached out to you and uh you seemed pretty excited to do it and i and i thoroughly enjoyed it uh so thank you very much for coming on here and uh also, uh, I want to shout out uh, the listeners out there. Um, I, I tried to do a list of listeners uh, last week of uh, people who have been listening and reaching out and giving me some feedback and stuff. And uh, once again, those listeners who are doing that, thank you so much. Uh, a couple names that I had missed, though. Uh, well, actually, one that I know of off the top of my head that I did miss was a uh, listener of Victoria. Um, Victoria I hope you were able to find a way to watch Firefly uh, because I know you said that you were trying to do that so um, yeah I hope you were able to end up watching the show because it's definitely worth it it's an awesome show Um, but yeah so thank you everybody out there who's been listening Uh, once again anybody who wants to support ROTM radio uh, you can go to rotmradio.com if you do any sort of Amazon shopping. We have a couple links down at the bottom of the page, bottom right-hand side of the page. Just scroll down, click those links, uh, search anything that you want on Amazon. And uh, with our associate account, we can get a little bit of kickback from that. And also uh, for upcoming uh, next week, we're going to be doing a Flush the Format episode about Father's Day. and uh, But we still have uh, next month, uh, next month's book is already out. What we're doing is Star Wars A New Dawn. So uh, once again, uh, shouting out to the uh, folks over there at Audible. Uh, we have a link for a free Audible trial. If you'd like to uh, give it a try and get that book for free and uh, listen to it and uh, you know catch along with us on that episode, uh, that'd be great. Well, thank you very much, uh, gentlemen, once again. And thank you to the listeners. Uh, We will see you all next week. May your best yesterdays be your worst tomorrows. And remember, don't shake the mic.
1: Don't shake the mic! Oh, yeah.